Warning. This is a world of heroes and villains, of adventure and adversity, of love and death. The characters portrayed in these stories come from varied walks of life, not all of them healthy, and the journey ahead is dangerous. Sessions may include strong language, suggestive situations, alcohol or drug use, depictions of violence against anyone and everyone, speciesism, classism, social elitism, self-harm, slavery, and death of characters or NPCs. The world can be a dark place, and sometimes bad things happen to good people. If these things make you uncomfortable, you may want to consider alternative listening, but ultimately, only you can decide whether or not this is the show for you. If it isn't, you're under no obligation to say, we hope you find what you're looking for. If it is, then we hope you enjoy the show. All right, we're here. Hey, everybody. Oh. Welcome to day seven of the Festival of Life here in Vanadia. Um, did uh, any of you have uh, unresolved issues from the night prior? Or shall we jump directly into day seven? Um, well, we know where the steamship is, yes? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I'd, I'd say let's put it on you guys. Uh, I'm down to do it right now. I don't know if, uh, if Eledrin is quite uh, prepared for it, but we can do it tonight if you would prefer. I really feel like I need my armor. <laughs> so that's, that's my priority still. Be totally vain about it? Yes, yes. The, the party is aware. Where this uh, small red piece is at is your steamship location. Yeah. I'm down for whenever. I am also down for whenever. If we want to bring a letter in, then we wait. If we feel like we're okay without him, then we don't. Uh, we might need all of us on this. Uh, the yeah. So what I'll do then is I'm going to do my best to keep an eye on it. Okay. Indiana, you lost your hat. Couldn't work with the headphones. Fair. Yeah. So it's a good old-fashioned stakeout for me. Uh, All right, so what's going on then for the previous night? Uh, I'm going to stake out the steamship area, and the rest of the party, I presume, is going to bed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I went to the bathhouse and then straight to bed. Okay, cool. Well, then, um, the morning of day seven is where we begin. Uh, I need uh, initiative rolls from everyone. Den, starting with you. Ninety-seven. Not bad. Halo on point. Um, Evane next. Forty-five. Thank you. Uh, also for the ASMR. Fuzzy. I can't drive 55. You saying bingo now? 
Esteban. Three. Wow. Stayed up late. Ajax. 90. Nice. Not bad. All right. The day starts with Philomene. Philo, you awaken mm-hmm. in wow. your uh, room at the platter alone. Uh-huh. Um... I guess I was just gonna head down breakfast, wine, and wait. Okay, you uh, take yourself downstairs. Uh, Robert, uh, working the front counter as he always does, is uh, quick to breeze his way over and says, Good morning, beautiful lady. How can I serve you this day? Good morning, no. Um, anything vegetarian to eat and a glass of your most expensive wine. Absolutely, of course. Or three. We'll see. Oh, of course. He uh, steps away and uh, promises to return quickly with your meal. Um, Ajax, the morning is now yours to meet. Um, I'm just going to Kind of do the same thing as Philo. I'm going to kind of just go downstairs and get some breakfast. Okay. You uh, make your way down and encounter Philo at her seat. Um, the uh, barman is uh, setting in front of her a uh, rather gloriously decorated salad, all vegetarian, and pouring her a uh, uh, pouring her a rich red wine in a gilded glass. Before he smiles at you and says, Good morning! Shall I take it you'd like the usual meat on meat on meat with some bread in there? Yeah, I'll take that and just just some coffee in the morning I could use. Absolutely. I shall have that up for you just momentarily. And then he skirts away off to do his work. Morning, Ajax. Good morning, Philo. How'd you sleep? Surprisingly well. Yeah, same. Hopefully this coffee will wake me up. Because Darius was saying we might have a big day today. Oh, yes, 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 we do. Explosives. I'm so sad nobody's wearing their outfits right now. So sad. <laughs> I'm so sad. I don't even have an outfit yet. It is Just way too hot here. for that leather jacket right now. It is 73 degrees. Not inside this room with all my electronics. Oof, I feel that. Yeah, I was going to say, I I, I, I know that feel, bro. I know that feel. Well, That's why I am also considering a portable air conditioning unit. Do that. I mean, I I could do that, but then all y'all will hear whenever I try to talk is, from my freaking shop van I have sitting there. Um, Speaking of, uh, Fuzzy, mm. the day is yours. And he's going to jump straight out of bed, run downstairs, grab another breakfast burrito, give a quick wave to Ajax and Philo. Morning, y'all. I got work to do, so y'all know where I'll be. Be safe. Get that armor working good. Uh, The barman hands you off your uh, food item as you uh, make your way out to the shop to resume your labors. 
Um, when you enter, Charlemagne just straight up fetches your stuff from their uh, uh, lock space and hands it off to you. Oh. Says, the forge is waiting for you, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> First time really working with Mithril. I know, in theory, how to do this. I, I think I'm making pretty good progress, but it's an interesting metal to work with. Oh, well, I, I may have sneak, snuck, sneaked or snuck down. Language is not my thing. Anyway, I might have perused your work the night before. I must say the uh, quality is coming out quite nicely for your first time. Language isn't my thing either. I just hit stuff with hammers. Same. <laughs> Good on you then. I look forward to seeing the pre the. Uh, I look forward to seeing your end result. If you keep your work up, I imagine you'll have it out in time to wear out to the evening. That's the idea, sir. We get to it. He mm -hmm. grabs the stuff and back into it. Back into it. All right, uh, Didja, the morning is now yours. <sighs> okay. So Yvonne does not have a whole lot to do today, so she is going to sit up, run her hand through her hair, get stuck, give up, <laughs> and then pick up a book and stay where she is. Excellent. Okay. Um, the last for our morning then is... Uh, Darius, stiff, tired, still perched in his uh, uh, point of observation for the steamship. Mm -hmm. uh, anything going on? I'll just check real quick, do a cursory glance. Um, there's a small boat um, disembarking from it. All right, I, I will... Uh, are they heading towards the shore? Uh, they soon? are. Looks like they're going out around uh, the peninsula, probably towards Ridgewater Abbey. All right. I will take note of that. And uh, I have some stuff to check on. Uh, I have to check on my orders, see if those are prepared yet. Uh, and then I have to head to Esteban, forgets the name of the place, where the Demon Lord's retinue is staying inside the city. Most of, the, most of them are staying out in the camp outside the city, but some are... Yeah, you, the Traveler's Den. Traveler's Den, yes. Okay, so um, where are you going first? Um, I will check on orders first, and then I'll proceed to the Traveler's Rest. Okay. Um, returning to Philo and Ajax, um, meals are in front of you both, uh, quite well prepared, as you would expect. Nom nom, nom nom. Oh. Such enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. um, outside in the streets, the party seems a little louder than usual. Um, the bar is a little more crowded than usual, but other than that, it's uh, about what you would expect. Uh, Robert was the... Server's name? Yes. Robert, darling, is there something special going on today? Well, the celebration's almost over. Um, tomorrow is the uh, tomorrow is the uh, the end of things. This evening is our uh, 
the climax of our street performances, the grand ball, and everything in between. The people, I, I assume, are uh, giving it their last hurrah, as it were. Right. Well, thank you. You know, it's, it's everything to your liking. The lady seems less uh, sunny than usual today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, everything's fine. Just a friend went away last night, that's all. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. Should you require anything of me, please don't hesitate. And then he skips back off to deal with other people. Um, your meal's completed. Um, what do, uh, where do you go next, Ajax and or Philo? Oh, what's your plan for today, Philo? I haven't the slightest idea. I was going to just follow along with the first person I saw walking around. So, I'm following you today. No pressure. Um, should we... Would should we, like, try to scroll around the market, see what's going on, try to look for Darius? Because he said we, he needed us today at some point. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Um, could stop at the tutelary. There's something that I should probably pick up and try to learn. Well, yeah, yeah we go do that. Pick <coughs> up there and then we go look for Darius. Yep. I just remembered Philo heard a calling. Not yet, you haven't. Oh, not yet? Okay. Not yet. Well, we're going to the tutelary anyways. Alrighty then. Um, where do you stop first? Um, Darius, you have uh, the... Uh, you you have um, Steel Clad, you have um, Asiguas, and um, I believe you stopped at another place as well. Oh, uh, where where uh, Ajax has been working? Ah, uh, yes, the uh, the uh, Auric Adventure. Yeah, I have two items from them, uh, so I'll stop there first. All right. Um, the streets are quite crowded and quite active today. It is um, it, it's a it's a wild festivity. Um, people appear to be. You know, anyone who hasn't made an honest attempt to give themselves alcohol poisoning yet is clearly trying to make up for lost time. Um, the bards are in full ruckus. People are dancing in the streets. Um, People in the streets. It, it, it's kind of wild. Uh, you you managed to navigate just fine. Yeah. Of course. Um, you uh, get to uh, the Auric Adventure and... Uh, find uh people inside pointing out ooh and ah and everything else. Uh Shem is bustling about um answering questions and things. He sees you and he goes, Ah, Mr. Darius, good morning, welcome. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. How are you doing today? Well as you can see business is uh blasting. Booming. Business is booming. No, either would be applicable. Uh just here to inquire about my uh recent uh order. Ah yes I uh, I, I believe Ob is done with them. Let me uh, check with her very very quickly. He uh, steps off into the room and pops it open, and uh, there is a, a flurry of conversation between the two of them that is clearly not in common. And um, she comes over and hands him uh, a pair of wrapped parcels. Excellent, excellent. 
And he turns around to you and he says, Mr. Darius, as requested, here you go. Uh, Ob was up a good portion of the night working on them and several other orders. So I guarantee you they are in the most excellent of condition. You have my sincere appreciation, sir. Uh, I will exchange funds and, uh, yeah, move on to the next spot. Glorious. Um, uh, thank you. It has been a pleasure doing business with you. A pleasure, you sir. find yourself pleasure. in our rain, please do not hesitate to come in again. Most definitely. I'll let you get back to your very busy work. Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. He turns around. He's like, please put the helmet down. And he goes off to somebody <laughs> else. Um, uh, then to Seagwas, I believe. Okay, you're on your way to Seagwas. Mm-hmm. Um, Philo and Ajax, you uh, reach uh, Kylam Tutelary. Uh, you open the door, you find uh, Eodora in all of her uh, dark and smooth skin and lovely gold accoutrement at the register, and Milia working feveredly at her potion still. Lovely. Um, I just need to look at a few spell schools here. I'm pulling up the list, sorry. Um, Eodora um, pulls out a pair of small boxes from under the counter that have been severely depleted from where they were last you stepped in. Do we have a list of what they have available? Uh, it would be easier if you told me what you're looking for and then I can tell you what, whether or not they have it. She she smiles apologetically, hands out. She says, there's been such a rush over the last few days it is difficult to keep stock in. Apparently, people like to purchase Beldame spell scrolls, even if they don't know how to use them. It is an oddity, or perhaps a souvenir. Yeah, it is always... Milia grumbles something about as long as the Church of uh, Ariana isn't just burning them again. Double checking something. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you happen to have the evil eye? Yes, yes, I do. She, uh, Brent, she digs through and says, I have two copies left, um, 1,000 orum each. I'll just take the one for now. I should assume. She uh, collects your money and hands you the tightly bound scroll. Uh, the wax black seal on it, very fresh. Very cool. Um, Ajax, darling, is there anything that you need? Potions? Protections? Spell, if that's your nature. Oh, uh, nah. I still got that potion from last time you gave me. All right, then. Well, thank you so much, darling. Um, Roll your wits, Philo. Mm -hmm. No, those aren't her dice. These are her dice. Yeah. (laughs) Nope. Nope, hold on. I'll see how bad I botched that. Okay, so I got a one, a one, and a three. I noticed nothing. Oh, you walk into a display. <laughs> you clip a, you clip a rack of scrolls and send them toppling to the floor. Oops. Um, I will 
help to pick those up. Yeah, Amelia skirts around and starts picking up. She says, it's fine. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just a little distracted. And Philo's going to sit there and try to help pick up. Yeah, you, you both go through. She Whoops. says, it's all right with how the uh, festivities have been going. Uh, people aren't getting as much sleep as they're accustomed to, I think. We uh, yes. had a woman in today uh, who bought out a substantial rack of uh, one of our herbs. She said it was a... Uh, and uh, Eodora says, we don't discuss our other purchases with others. And she goes, of course, I apologize. <coughs> she um, bought a lot of herbs this morning. A lot. A lot of herbs. Like in our entire stock. It's ridiculous. What would she need those for? I haven't the faintest. She said it was a part of a project. Something she's making. She'd, uh... She looks over at Eodora. And she and Eodora share a glance for a moment. And then Eodora just kind of sighs. And she says... She said that her test batch of um, her test batch of spell containers had gone much more quickly than she had planned, and she wanted to furnish a few more before the end of the festival. Hmm. And I'm sorry, who is this? Again? This I... is Den asking. Uh, the st- the lady who runs the store said that. You know, no, the the one who bought the things. She doesn't give me a name. Okay. All right, well. Millie is picking up. She says, God only knows what a Danuki woman needs with 50 pounds of sawn grass, but. That's a curious question now, isn't it? It's what I'm not well. supposed to ask, apparently. Uh, she she does not look at Eodora, but she could feel the gaze of the shop owner. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I will definitely try not to need any herbs or anything anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I would say put up a advertisement. And go have some other people try to find it for you. Tons yeah. of people looking for jobs around here right now. Indeed. Perhaps so are. Perhaps, uh, Eodora says, I think after the party, the celebration is over, I will uh, approach the Adventurers Guild. Given the state of sobriety around here, I don't think many have the mental capacity to gauge herbs with any real eye for quality right now. Good point. Well, um, we must be off and to go find a friend. Of course. Have a good day. Of course. Same. She uh, gives you a slight bow, tip of the head. Mm-hmm. Nelia smiles and waves yeah. as she goes back to her still. Bow and out, and she's going to try to learn. You're going to go take a seat somewhere and attempt to memorize? Walk and read. It's a skill. Okay. Roll percentiles for me, Philo. Uh, ninety-one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, ninety-one. 
Roll your wits. That is three. Uh, three. Nine. All right. I um, said three times three is six. No. No. <laughs> no. Um. What do you uh? What do you keep out in the open? Pouches, weapons, anything like that. Um, the Ferva and her dagger are strapped to her side. Um, she also has her, yeah, probably the um the makeup satchel that's tied around her side, not stuffed in her bag. Okay. Cool, cool. All right. Um, uh, Darius, Oz or Evans? Uh, Even Stevens. All right. Uh, Ajax, you catch sight of Darius uh, cutting his way across a back alley and down one of the side streets. I'm going to go up to him. Hey, Darius. All right. Uh, Darius, you are called and you catch sight of Ajax. Well, assuming you look when called. Um, You see uh, Ajax and Philo approaching. Greetings, companions. How does the day find you? Outing. Outing, outing. It's been a good morning. Well, you ready for it to get better, my boy? Yeah, I even had some coffee. Nice. Well, I was intending to do something for you at the end of the festival, but it may become relevant for you to have this, and I'll hand over his package. Okay. Um, You are presented with a gift-wrapped satchel from uh, our gunman of mystery. Is it your birthday? No. Oh. I unwrap it, open up the satchel, all right, Darius. Uh, feel free to uh, share your your uh, your gift. Okay, uh, I would imagine it would be shaped like a few like uh, like the bracelets that you put on your wrists and up your arm. Uh, very fine finish. Uh, not like bracers; they're not designed to like physically protect you per se. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's like a series of rings that you put on like your your bicep and your and your forearm and stuff. Oh yeah, I um, know yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I noticed the last time uh, we uh, tussled with somebody, you took a mighty big hit from uh, from uh, that paladin gentleman. So I think this may help you out with that in the future, if that does come up. Well, shit, I appreciate it, Darius. This is cool. The uh, um, enchanted... Uh, bri- uh, I can't even think of what they're called. But the the enchanted uh, armlet that you receive um, reduces uh, the uh, damage from holy artifact from holy or effects that target otherworldly beings from times four, which is what you receive. It reduces it to times two. Okay. So you'll want to make a note of that in the event you come the wrong way of a holy roller or a church lady with a. Um, a uh, cross the bear. Um, what does it do it again? So I can write in my notes. It uh reduces uh 
the holy damage you take by half. Okay. Thank you. Which for you would mean you only take times two, not times four. Use it well, good sir. I will. I will. Uh, I do have uh, one or two more packages to pick up, so um, if you guys would like to travel along, I'm more than happy to have you along. Yeah. Yeah, I'll follow you. Do you want me to roll while she's walking and reading? Yes. Okay. Is it Int first, then person tell or person tell first. It is int first. First, you must determine basically intelligence is for comprehension of what you're reading. So, 80. And then person tell? Yes. Did you roll under your intelligence roll? Yeah. It was 80. Oh, shit. Yep. You learned the thing. And it was only minorly... It was only at a minor deficit to your well-being. You know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. If makeup's gone, makeup's gone. If a dagger's gone, a dagger's gone. If the furball's gone, she's going to kill literally everybody until she finds it. Um, Yvain. Yep. Um, odds or evens? Nah, uh, evens. Okay. Um, you have successfully read your way through the, um, um, since you did not specify which book you picked up to read. Um, you have, uh, successfully made your way through the Chronicle of Captain Silver and the Seven Worlds. Back to cool. Cool. Yvain now knows the story. Digio does not. She's going to pick up the other book and start reading that. Okay. Um, I, uh, I will provide you with that stuff uh, when, when you don't have to listen to me, watch me spend 15 minutes telling a children's story on feed. Nobody needs that shit. Um, you can always DM it to me later. And then we'll make you vain sit down and read it to all of us. Yes. <laughs> I may so write it then sitting just in a semicircle on the floor in front of her while she reads. Crisscross applesauce, bitches. On those mats that link together like puzzle pieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bet. Bet. Okay. Um, I'm finishing that, you pick up your history of the Church of Imogen, the Blood Moon. Yep. All right. Still reading. Okay. Um,. The rest of the group follows uh, Darius. You head to Seaguas? Yep. All right. Um, You go in. uh, The group uh, is greeted with a smile from the albino demi-elf. She says, good morning. Uh, Welcome. You've uh, come for your purchases, Mr. Darius. 
yes, yes. And I also wanted to uh, go over some initial designs I've been making, like just some sketches I've been doing, like while on the stakeout in between, that kind of stuff. Just some for a little bit more solid than my current uh, side piece, I guess you could say. She smiles and says, "I do love a, a good. Uh, I do. I do love a good uh, uh, cram session. Please." <laughs> So yeah, I'll I'll go over the pages with her. Just something like a heavier caliber than what I have now. Okay. Uh, seven shots doesn't matter. It could be five. Uh, I do have this. I'll provide the remainder of the uh, rude metal that I have. Excellent. And yeah, I would like to figure this into the construction somehow, just to help it stay together. Maybe I could pack a heavier load that way. Indeed, a little more, uh, a little added bang for your uh, benefit. Right, right, precisely, precisely. Uh, but other than that, I'm just picking some things up and seeing your beautiful face. Oh, please, Mr. Darius, don't flatter. You'll get a girl a fluster. As intended, ma'am. She uh, goes over and retrieves uh, your parcels from under the counter. As All well right. as uh, picks up her journal and brings it over and starts uh, copying a few of your notes and things out uh, into her own. Her uh, her journal, you notice, is full of different variants and styles of firearms and the like, including what appears to be uh, some kind of axe with a uh, um, spreading cannon built into it so that you might shoot, as well as um, bludgeon and blade people. Maybe after my dead heart. Uh, but yes, I'll exchange pleasantries and go over notes and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, uh, I will bid you a good day. Uh, I will probably have enough time to check in before the end of the festival tomorrow. Delightly, then I shall have to wear my finest. It would please me to no end. She uh, smiles and says, Is there anything I can do for either of your companions then before you depart? I don't know if it's necessarily their uh, type of gig, but they can. I'm sure they can, they've been looking around a little bit. Uh, Sequa's Maps and Articles is mostly um, uh, written materials, books, uh, journals, pictorials, um, maps from different areas, um, as well as uh, an assortment of odds and ends and oddities. Um, Like empty journals? Yes, empty and full. Um... Okay. Um, for uh, uh, Philo's benefit, you find um, a small silver uh, cube. It appears to be, uh, it, from the look of it, it looks as if it uh, comes apart. It appears to be a puzzle. There are um, Beldame inscriptions and sections of it, and you can sense a faint magical sense from it. How much for this? She looks at it and she says, Well, the magic is beyond my ken and I've no desire to pick up the path. So just in terms of the material itself, it's high quality heirloom silver. Um, It is uh, at least 8,000 orum for just the quality of the work and the material. Pull a couple of shifts. I'll be back. 
She smiles and nods. She says, I don't think you need to worry about it disappearing. Most people don't even seem to notice it. I just quite like puzzles. Good mind exercise from time to time. She she pats her uh, her journal uh, when she says that. Anything for you, sir? Stares blankly at books. <laughs> yeah, look. Yeah, she she oh, she puts shit. her eyes on Ajax uh-huh. when she says that. <laughs> um. No, I think I'm good here. But it's a nice place, though. Unique. Uh, well, you know, she kind of she kind of smiles and, and gestures a bit at herself, and she says, "You know, when an albino woman does seek, it is good to surround herself with things as odd as herself. Helps a girl mm-hmm. feel welcome." Well, that's nice. But nah, I was just kind of looking around, Certainly. seeing what was up. Well, thank you all for your patronage, and I hope you enjoy the festival. You too. Really quickly, um, anything of importance that I need to stick around for before the whole thing goes down? I know you're just running errands right now. Uh, um, at this time, no, no. You could probably peel off on your own. You're just fine. There's nothing uh, in particular I need right now. Okay, I'm just going to go and uh, see you more um, really quickly. Um, you remember where we were yesterday? Uh, Silken glove? Yes, yes, yes. Before everything goes down, uh, come find me there. All right, you got it. Is going to Alright, before you take off Ajax, I'm going to be in need of your muscles for this one. Okay. You are heading off to uh, Steel Clad then? That is correct. Alright. Philo, you head off to the Silken Glove. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you uh, enter and uh, you know what? I'm going to make you roll a D8 just because I can. Yes, one of the dice we do not have prepared. Me? Yes, yes. you, Philo. Uh, oh, no, I don't want the metal one. Money. Money. Eight. Okay. I'm not. Um, You uh, walk in and... Uh, She's just going to be working all day. Well, you walk in, and shortly uh, after entry, you are greeted by a uh, an elf man, pure blood of an uh, interesting color and uh, much leather. I should say, man, but there's a great degree of androgyny to be had here, as they say. Uh, Hello, and welcome to the Silken Glove. How may I please you today? Oh, I was actually wondering if. Uh... There was a way that I could work for the day. Yes. Oh, oh, straightens up immediately, like look, you know, look at um, me. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, 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 uh, allure is now lost on, uh, lost from them as they, as they straighten up. Said, "You'll have to speak to Gabriella. She is the owner." Um, right. He takes you over and leads you to the uh, rather um, 
the rather lovely woman uh, with the long white hair from the previous day. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of dark makeup. She smiles at you and she says, I feel like we've met before. Mm, We have. Yesterday, actually. A lot of people come through. What can I do Mm. for you? Uh, I would just like to pick up a day's work, if that's at all possible. Hmm. Well, um, by all standards, we don't... She says nothing uh, violent or untoward happens here. Everyone is safe. We don't um, serve clients who are beyond their means of normal measure and locomotion. All things are consensual and... um, we want 20% off of what you make off the top. Okay. Wonderful. She smiles at you. Do I take a, a booth or just walk the floor? Uh, she, uh, she extends a hand to you and says, uh, I am uh, Gabriella Labrule. Philomene, Anastasia. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, no, please. Um, here, my dear, it is fishing. Find yourself a good catch and take him where it's open. Right, lovely. And just in case, Philo's going to do a quick cast of that one spell. Wise. Okay. Um, you are uh, you are doing that. Um, Esteban has disappeared. Um. So, uh, let's see here. Alliterin is working on his armor. So, we will go to Yvain. Still reading. Still reading. Yeah, You're such is, an exciting group right now. My God. Is uh, L doing anything specifically? Like, is he maybe having the chats while he's working or something? You're muted, Fuzzy. Is he muted? Yeah, he is muted. <laughs> yes, I am muted. Um, you know what? Go ahead and roll percentiles, uh, Fuzzy. Nineteen. Okay. Um, you are putting the finishing touches on um your your work at this point. You have finished all but basic fittings and polish. The uh, the store outside has been a constant bustle of people coming and going in business. So you've had the uh, benefit of basically being by yourself in this little offsite forge where you work. The store staff is uh, quite at their hands full right now. But um, as you uh, as you were putting your finishing touches on it, it strikes you that this is a this is probably the best suit you've ever made. Yeah, I'll take it. There's a a uh, it is a a formidable a formidable piece. In fact, I want you. To roll your strength. Yeah. 
30. Nice. Now I would like you to roll percentiles. Fifty-seven. Okay. Cool, cool. Um, as you are uh, uh, polishing and putting the last bits on this, uh, you find an odd little blemish in um, one of the pauldrons of the armor. There's a, a discoloration to the mithril. Doesn't seem right. Try and buff it out a little bit. As you work at it, um, it, it comes to, it, it comes to your attention that what this appears to be is perhaps some sort of flaw or grain within the mithril itself. It's an oddity, though, because uh, uh, being white like that, it should have taken tarnish or discolored while it was being worked. So it, it's. It's a strange little oddity in there. Yeah. Just to offend the OCD. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be like that pimple that nobody notices. <laughs> but you're you're keenly aware of it. I know this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how's it look, my good friend? Oh, Just gotta try it on and see how it fits completely and We'll give it a go. Oh, come on then. Don't keep us waiting. So he starts piecing it together. Okay. Connecting slot A into tab B. And... It's uh, it's so much lighter than your normal armor. Remarkably so. In fact, you know, for the sake of uh, legitimate, it's about 20% the weight like 20% off, or... No, like 20%. it's only 20% of the weight. Jesus. It's like so, wearing a heavy coat. To, to quote sexy Ned Flanders, feels like you're wearing nothing at all. Nothing Proceeds at all. to do the butt shimmy. <laughs> nothing at all. Um... Go ahead and uh, do you have the armor value for your previous suit still? I don't. I deleted it. All right. What was the, uh, what was it? I don't recall. (laughs) Okay. Don't make this easy on me or anything. (laughs) No, 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 not at all. (laughs) No pressure. All right. um, Let's see here. Would you what what would you say he was a, he was a man of would you uh is he is this a a, a full male suit? Oh no, it, it's full plate. Okay. It's if you look, I sent a picture. Yes, I, I do remember that. Okay. Um, so we'll go with plate mail. How about that? How about a plate mail curious? All right, uh, seventeen dice for that. Hell yeah. That is a. I remember the steel was single digits. Yes. So, so definite improvement there. 
So I'll walk out and strip my stuff. You, uh, you, 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 receive, downtown. <laughs> <laughs> you receive an appreciative golf clap from, uh, mm-hmm. the gentleman as you come through. Says, well done. Very nice. Now to see if it could take a hit later. Um, the, uh, the, uh, gentleman turn to, uh, each other. Uh, Jareth and Charlemagne turn to each other. <laughs> Ah, Charlemagne's like, I get it. Mine, I get it. I call dibs. Come on. <laughs> Goes over. He picks up a picks up a, a mace from one of the uh, the side barrels. Says, "Uh, suck in, my boy. Suck in." And um, gives a wait, good... wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Grabs the whiskey out of his pack and sets it on the counter. Okay. Yeah, he smiles. Says, "Suck it," and um. Gives a, a not he doesn't crank wind up or anything. It's just a good medium clang of um, steel against the mithril and the chest plate, and you you feel the impact kind of jostle through, but it's not a painful one. And uh, when you look down, the armor is there's no scuff or anything. I think that'll do it. Charlemagne looks at the bent flanges on the mace and goes, "Not bad, old man. Not bad." <laughs> Oh, hell, get us some glasses. We got the bottle sitting there. Twist the man's arm, why don't you? Glasses come out. A couple of drinks get poured. An octopus gets knocked off a microphone. <laughs> Sunrise. Yeah. Sunset. Leave him alone. <laughs> um, you and the gentleman uh, clang your glasses back. Um... All happy voices around. It's a it's a fine piece of work there. Uh, Jareth, give you my seal of approval. I'd put that in my window any day. That's a fine piece of work. Yeah, not too bad for my first time with Mithril. Very well done. Very well done. The, Nothing uh, against y'all's work here, by all means. You do great stuff. It's but. just you know, it's just no, not at all, not at all, not taken that way. It's good. You did well. Yeah, Jareth kind of gestures to the to the pauldron. He says, "Looks like um, you even found yourself with a ghost mark in there. That's not a bad sign either." Ghost mark. Yeah, gestures to the the white mark in the in the pauldron. I was wondering what that is. I could not buff that out to save my life. You know, so it's an old story. So take it with a grain of salt, as you will. Take but a glass of whiskey. Even better. So, my master told me long ago when the Expanse was young, before that even, there used to be a god of the forge and smithing. A maker god who uh, would take apprentices. He would take mortals under his arm and teach them his craft. Because he had no children of his own. Um, and then one day, he um, one day there was a, a great event. The the my my master bless him. He was skilled with a hammer and not very up here. Blurred through a good portion of the story at that point. Something about a great war and a conflict and things change. But the uh, the maker God found himself with children. Uh, that came from the metal and stone of the earth. 
and um, each one of them uh, had uh, when he forged each one they had a mark on their shoulder that was the name it was the name they were given it was what gave them that spark of life that 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 touch of power from this maker god um but as time passed and progressed um things changed the maker god fell out of the eye of public worship and disappeared mm. and um you know they 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 say you know that gods who are no longer worshipped cease to exist, or they fade into the depths of of antiquity. Who no one can say for certain. But my master told me that at times when someone works metal, when they work the forge with a true love of the craft, that sometimes the smith, the the maker gods, the, the traces of the maker god will will put a seal of approval. That that he that he he approves of the work that's been done, and it takes the form of a what looks like a, a blemish or an imperfection in the metal, um, but is supposed to be what would have been the name that gave this object its life. So, if my drunken and if my drunken and somewhat confused old master. Uh, were to be believed, it would say that an ancient smith god thinks you did a mighty fine job and did his best to put a name to your work. Well, I'll drink one to that old smith god then. (laughs) (laughs) Clangs all around. Alright, Darius, you're uh, off to where and what? Uh, I am picking up my final parcel uh, at... Uh, where Eledrin is, actually. Okay. Uh, you come in to pick up your stuff. You see uh, Eledrin throwing shots back with uh, the people running the store. Um, he is decked out in quite a lovely, shiny, bright suit of metal. Well, I'm on Shining Knight in Armor. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, it's a mighty fine piece of work, sir. Definitely worth the couple of days you spent on it. <gasps> Charlemagne, oh, Charlemagne chuckles and says, perhaps even worth a... Uh, a better uh, a better weapon to be uh, to be carried by such a man, eh? Yeah, you might be onto something there, sir. I thought about it. I I was this much off of having enough money to get me a new claymore. Well, I think I have a surprise for you, sir. Is that ready? Yes, it is. Right. Uh, Charlemagne right. reaches on uh, around from the counter and he pulls out a big, heavy-duty uh, sword wrapped up in a. Uh, wrapped up in an oil cloth and uh, extends it off to uh, Darius and says, seems only fair that you're the one to hand it to him, old man. Alright, thank you much. I'll take it from him and kind of like how heavy are we talking here? Uh, pretty damn heavy. Yeah, because uh, for for as charming and as dexterous and intelligent uh, as I am, I'm not the strongest person on the block, so... So, uh, Fuzzy is a man who likes to regularly hit metal things with metal things. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say is the normal weight grade for a sword that a Eledrin likes to wield? Five to seven pounds. Okay. No, not too bad. No. Two-handed swords really weren't that heavy. I would say this one is probably closer to 12. Okay. All right, now... Presented to him and 
whip off the oil skin and make yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah give it all that pomp and circumstance that it, that uh that you soldier boys like this great heavy sword uh is it a claymore or is there a different style of heavy sword you'd like for this to be um i'm fine with claymore well, that, that's lovely, but Darius is the one. Oh, who yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I was kind of thinking more along the lines of a flamberge or uh, like a actual honest to goodness Y-hander. Nice. Okay. I, okay. Yeah. Um, like some, some that you could put in front of you and give yourself cover if you need to. All right. He uh, hands you. Allow me to find my merchant tables. I've set my pizza on top of them. Um, the. Uh, sword which you are now presented with um a letter in is a uh is uh I, I would definitely go the route of saying that it is a uh we'll go with a Katzbalger. Nice big broad heavy single bladed sword slab of metal for the blade. Heavy duty. Does great slicing damage, or if you want to turn the flat on it, you could brain the shit out of anybody with it. Um, and definitely long enough to give himself decent cover. A, a, a Zweihander to be proud of, definitely. Um, this massive blade uh, that you are presented with um, a letter in is forged from uh, rune metal has a, a deep gold copper sheen to it, and you can see what look like runes uh, worked into the grain of the metal that run the length of the blade. Leather-wrapped and heavy and doing a whopping 16d6 damage. Santa Darius. Mm-hmm. San- <laughs> Darius sugar Pons. Darius, more like. Yeah, Sugar Darius, there you go. takes off the claymore. On the one hand, this got me through the war. On the other hand, this is shiny. This is shiny. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I'm I'm holding on to this just for the sake of it's going to hang in my shop someday whenever the hell I decide to head back home. But good lord. Uh, How did... for the for the benefit of the blacksmith in the room, um, rune metal. As I believe we say, we agree the metal was rune metal. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, rune metal is innately magical. You can hurt things that are normally not hurt by mundane weapons, such as Darius himself. Silently poke. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um. It uh, can, uh, the the rarity, it's an extremely rare metal. Um, it's one that you yourself have only ever seen once or twice on an ornament on some of the higher-ups' chests when you were in the service. Um, can amplify the most basic of objects' cost by ten times the value of material and work. 
It is dense and durable, and very well sought after, and only harvested from places where great amounts of magic and war have transpired over the long periods of history. I can't think of a finer blade for a man such as yourself. I can't think of who I want to cut in half first. <laughs> well, well, we'll work on that. We might have something for you later today. Charlemagne goes, that's just beautiful. <laughs> Charlemagne, Jareth, you guys. <laughs> Give me the whiskey, man. <laughs> my allergies. Jareth passes the bottle over and he goes, To be fair, it was a couple of it was a good night's worth of work to get it done, but with what um your uh companion provided us, I I had to make sure I gave it the best I could. That was it, it shows, man. It's a quality of material provided, not something many of us get to work with that regularly. And for a friend, oh. we'll have to make sure that we can't send you out there with a subpar armor or weapons to get plucked off you by any spider you pick a fight with or something like that. That spider was looking at me funny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys take the bottle as a tip, what's left in there. I suppose Darius and I got some work to do. Good on you both, and if we don't see you again before the festival is over, don't be strangers. Got it, buddy. Charlemagne oh, clangs uh, clangs your mithril on the shoulder, clangs you on the shoulder with a gauntlet blow. Jareth gives you a good firm handshake, shakes Darius's hand as well, and he goes, "Thanks for giving me the opportunity to work with some excellent material." Of course, sir. Of course, sir. One last wave is walk out the door. <laughs> a letter and walks out into the streets. It's like down, 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 yes. I was thinking more, I am Mithril Man. There you go. Excellent. All right. Um, Meanwhile, at um, the Silken Glove, as time has passed, as much as it has, odds or evens, Philo? Uh, Fuck, odds. Okay. Um, You're in the middle of a client. Um, Doing some of your finest work. When there's this daft village Irish, hello there, in your mind from all knows where. And this is when, in the middle of work, uh, hands on, uh, you you receive a, a communique from an angel. Yeah, they tell you to lay back and just think of Ireland, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is it. Perfect. Mm hmm. Birds, words, like cast exposition, hope from the ether, metaphorical and actual. Oh. Well, shit. The guy's like, uh, uh, do you. you, do you Shut need... up. Oh. <laughs> She'll just keep doing what she was doing and remember that for later. <laughs> okay. Think of Ireland. Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, received. I will need to watch back on that part of yesterday's thing during our break. 
Wait, no, I just need to read fucking Search's book. Truth. Okay. I need you to roll your charm. Ooh. Fuzzy, will you nuke that for me? My, uh, fucking third. Wait. 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 I thought I was good at math. Today is 40. Thank you, sir. You said what? You rolled 40? Okay. Um, as you finish up with your clients, you have earned for yourself 4,000 orum this morning's Dang. labor. Cool. It has reached the time of noon. Some of you have not eaten yet. Others have not left their room. It's high noon. I don't have time for a high noon today. <laughs> we'll revisit that at 420. Evan, um, are you still uh, in your yep. room reading? Yep, still okay. there. Um, this is a dry-ass book. I'm going to force myself to read it anyway. Okay. Uh, I'm just, you know, it is literally at some point, if somebody were to walk in and catch you laying there backwards across the bed with the book on your face going, it would not be out of, um, it, it would not be that weird. Even your books about other gods can be so boring. Um, a letter in? Hmm? You have finished your work and you have not eaten aside from your breakfast burrito this morning. Sure. I will make my way back to uh, the inn just to drop off my old claymore in my room. Okay. Darius in tow, I assume? If he wants to come along. I, uh, I do have a, a meeting with some very unpleasant people coming up, and it might be good to have you around. So. All right. Well, let me drop this claymore off. Uh, I'll, I'll grab a sandwich or something on our way. Sounds what's like a plan, with, sir. Uh, what's up with Ajax? I've been following Darius. Okay. I went with him instead of the glove. <laughs> All right. He's just been that forearm shadow. Mm-hmm. He's good mm-hmm. at it. Yeah. <laughs> See, now we can be the BGs, though. <laughs> All right. Jesus. All right. Um, and what about the boys team true and be the BGs now? Oh, God. So, which one of you is going to do the Andy Gibb part? Because I want to see that. You can't tell Thank you. Perfect. Thank you so um, much. One thousand bonus XP for a letter in for for the Andy <laughs> Gibb fix. I appreciate that. Uh, I will check on my young charge while uh, while I'm here. Then. All right. Um, the door opens. Uh, Darius enters, and in what state does he find Evane? Is she like still curled up in bed? Like, 
lying back, book held above her. A look of utmost concentration, though you can tell she's she's been reading the same. She's read the same line about five times. She's like, "Why are you so boring? <laughs> Feel like a book about the blood mood should be more interesting." Well, it depends on whose point of view you're looking at. I don't know whose point of view is this. Some dry ass human hysteria. Historian talking about a religion that isn't his. Sounds about uh, right. Is, is there is there any bias to it? Like he clearly worships another god, and he's like, "Oh, fuck, image it." No, not literally. No, it's not. It's nothing like that. He's fairly open minded. It's just it's very clinical. Worse, academic. Yep. This is just the Bible of Imogen. No. The Bible of Imogen starts with a mural of her in a suit of full plate with a giant sword cutting the head off six people at once. That's hot. With dragons yeah. in the sky and shit like that. Yeah, okay. she's a bad bitch, dude. Yeah, the, first, the wrong god. The first, I've met her twice now. Yeah, the first 80 pages of Imogen's Bible involve the story where she single-handedly murdered a shit ton of people and said, all of you who don't want to die, you follow me now. <laughs> and then we did. Exactly. Sunrise, sunset. Uh, I will I will toss her package on her lap as she lays there. All right. Ivan, uh, you take 1d6 gifting damage. Ow! <laughs> Do I, I actually need to roll for that, yeah? No, no. I'm joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're not a wizard. You're fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the dies of 1d6 gift damage. The rest of them come back to Darius standing over her body like, how did I do this? (laughs) Is that where we get the Darius? So you finally awoken. Right, right, right. Uh, So yeah, this is is something I think will help you out a bit. What is it? Open it. She she doesn't sit up. She just opens it. Having put the book down. Uh, It is a very fine pair of... uh, of cloth and leather gloves, very be- very befitting a vampire princess. Fancy. Why don't you try them on? She puts them on. These uh, magical gloves uh, protect your hands from the splashback of uh, your shrine maiden magics. Ooh. As long as you wear them, you will not hurt yourself. Nice. Probably pissing off some guy by doing this, but whatever. Mind you, the specific wording, they protect you from yourself. Yes. Yes. You know, don't be like, I am immortal! And, you know, charge down a holy knight or anything. (laughs) Yes, yes. This one is designed to help you out with your own uh, personal issues. Nice. Okay. Thanks. Not a problem, girlie. We may have a chance to use them later today, so be ready. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'll leave you to your reading. Uh, I'll probably pick you all up before, right before we need you. Again, let me know. Very good. Evan has decided to go back to the boring book. Yes. Yes. I'm so sorry. She's determined to get to get through it. She's like, I started, now I have to finish it. 
All right. Uh, what's up with Philo at this point? Uh, there is there food at the place? Mm, it's not great food. Mm. Food is food is food. Yeah, I was going to say, you're like, holder. is there something to eat? And the chef's like, nobody comes here for food. <laughs> well, let, me, let me fire up the grill. Give me 10 minutes. It's like going to the strip club for wings. Like, right. you, you do it. Uh, yeah, no, she'll she'll get whatever is accessible for her and uh, go back. We'll check to see if Darius is anywhere on the horizon. Um, yes, actually, you see him uh, making his way downtown, walking fast, looking shifty. As I usually do. Da, 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 da. Go fuck yourself. Is it time? Um, one more meeting, then I'll be ready. Not for one more client. Okay. Back to work. Oh, Jesus. Money. I want the box. All right. Roll your charm. Enjoy your work day. I hate this. Working nine to five. (laughs) Work, 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 work. Again, 40. All right. Um, what's up with Ajax and Letterin at this point? Following Darius? Following um, Darius, waiting for the to go. Yes, I need your muscles. Okay. Your muscles. Um, Letterin and Ajax, uh, you collect your food if you so desire. Letterin, you stow your sword. Um, and then you make your way down to the Traveler's Den. Yes. All right. Um, as you approach the traveler's uh, den, a rather unassuming uh, in pub kind of scenario. Um, find Jesus, Jesus, fuzzy, just Jesus. Yes, Jesus. that's that's relatively accurate. Um. Let me find that uh, screw it. I'll just put it in the game chat. Um, as you uh, as uh, you reach the uh, traveler's den, you are greeted out front by a, a an attractive but not particularly eye catching woman, uh, long brown hair. She smiles and says, uh, "Good afternoon, gentlemen." Um. I must apologize, but the inn is currently closed. We're having a uh, staff meeting inside, so... I see, I see. Uh, I was uh, looking to meet up with a uh, discreet guest of yours. She, uh... Um... Becomes a little cautious, and she says, Well, I, uh, I can't tell you who our guest list is it's a uh, we we pride ourselves on security of our customer base but if you uh tell me who you're looking to speak with i can see if this person is available uh let's see so the demon lord was actually staying here right i'm asking that correct sir yeah. okay then i'll just say the demon lord she uh 
pauses for a moment. Um, hand close to her sleeve, you notice within the bell sleeve of her uh, dress, there is a rather wicked looking knife uh, strapped to the inside of her wrist. Mm. And she pauses for a moment and looks at you and says, uh, please wait here for a moment. Sure thing, ma'am. And I'll just kind of slide my coat back and rest my hand on my hip. Just tell him the dumb soldier that he shook hands with the other day at the meeting was here with Darius here. She uh, steps inside. And a few minutes later comes back out and uh, she looks at uh, Darius and she says, uh, apologies for the earlier exchange, sir, but security and all. Your discretion matters. I appreciate it. Uh, Please follow me. She takes you inside. Um, the uh, The bar itself is cleared out for the most part. Um, there is one table in the middle of the room. Three gentlemen sitting around it having a conversation. Uh, a very large one, all about angry posture. Uh, and the fact he is physically domineering over the other two is up and banging his fist on the table and demanding uh, reparations for stolen goods. Um... The other gentleman, handsome, short, blonde hair with a smile, is talking about how, well, you know, old man, these things happen if you're just not more cautious. You should watch your pockets more. Really can't fault anyone for this sort of thing. It's just the nature of how things are. The third gentleman, a slim figure with uh, long black hair, whose face is obscured behind uh, a mask, does not say anything and just quietly watches the two as they go. Um, you notice uh, bodyguards, about 20 of them all together, stationed around the room. Um, but this is not where you're going. She leads you off to the side and downstairs um, through the back of the uh, wine cellar between the casks and down a second staircase to a much yep. older space. Um, and uh, taken in that way, you find yourself... Um, the three of you, rather, I should say, find yourselves in a room with the entirety of the Demon Lord's retinue. And all the eyes kind of turn and look at the lot of you as you come in. I'll just uh, take it easy with my usual uh, swag, I guess you could say. Uh, is there a seat somewhere? Uh, yes, there are. Okay, I will. I will casually take a seat. And um, exposition time, I'm going to do my whole uh, Columbo speech about the goings-ons of the, uh, uh, of the uh, festival and the negotiations, everything like that. All the while, somebody's trying to make sure this does not happen. Initially, we kind of suspected you all for some reason or another, but uh, you're... Uh, Glorious leader here strikes me as the more of a direct type than a roundabout kind of gentleman. Uh, so you are thankfully off the suspect list. Uh, but I do believe I have tracked down who it could be. But they seem to be a little bit more numerous than me and my compatriots could handle by ourselves. And I thought to myself, well, Perhaps uh, this is a good opportunity for the for the demon lord and his retinue to uh, make a make a positive name for themselves in the expanse. 
the uh, uh, the icy uh, one whose name let's see here Let find there Idal Kahir um, uh, Idal Kahir gets up and kind of starts stalking over towards you goes excuse me you think the demon lord should be shuffling his way through, making himself appear valuable to the rest of these cattle? The fact that they still breathe is praiseworthy enough, considering... And Rujan just goes, Adal, please, just stop. And he, he just kind of... He looks back at him, just like, what? And he goes... Goes back over to his seat. Okay, a little golf clap. Very good show, sir. Rujin. Rujin looks tired. Mm. Sitting over in his seat. He goes, You're saying these, this steamboat, this vessel mm-hmm. in the uh, inlet, is the uh, cause of. The problem we're having here? I do believe so. That is that is what my investigation has led me to believe. He nods. He looks over and he goes, Thalingrad. Send Luyorf to say hello. And Thalingrad just the biggest grin just parts his cheeks and he goes, My pleasure, your grace. Um, steps back from the seat and... Uh, is engulfed in shadow and is no longer within the room. And he says, as, as, as they do, uh, I did have one more question, uh, for you lot, uh, came upon a gentleman wandering down in the, uh, in the sewers beneath here. I'll describe the, the horrific individual, uh, that I saw supping upon that ooze thing. I'll say, is he, uh, one of yours? Rouge and smiles says, that's Lou York. Oh, how perfect. Well, uh think I can catch a word before he uh, makes his preparations? You'll have to be quick. Can do. Arugin gets up and he, he's wearing uh, instead of his armor, which he normally wears, he's wearing a tunic and breeches and things like that. He's dressed relatively normal. Uh, but like I said, there's there's just this sense of weariness in his face. Hmm. And he goes, I appreciate your efforts, Mr. Darius. We'll see hmm. to it that they don't go about champing in my name in the future. Exactly, exactly. And I have this, this sneaking suspicion something's going to happen tonight. It's just with the amount of people that are here and the fact that their previous endeavor was not successful, this would be a prime time for it to happen again. Oh, well, the clock's running out. If anything's going to happen, it won't be then. You'll All excuse right. me, gentlemen. I have some preparations to make. What did you do, good sir? Tips hat. All right. Uh, if you two could do me a solid and gather the ladies. Uh, yeah. I will. Uh, I will meet you at uh, Miss Philomene's place of temporary business. Okay. So, see you there, then. Eldrin will head back to the inn. I'll follow Eldrin to 
go get um, a vein. Okay. And uh, Darius goes off to in pursuit of Philo. Then uh, I have to talk to uh, Scary Man real quick. While I have the opportunity. Okay, so you're gonna go catch up. You're gonna go try to catch up with Luyerf. Yes. All right. Um. All right. Um. Uh, Yvain, uh there is a uh, rap, rap, rapping at your chamber door. Man. Opens the door, walks in. Check it out. New beer. She she looks. Uh, she drops the book on her face, like out, and then like moves it and looks up. She doesn't actually sit up. She just kind of tilts the head up. It's like, oh, looking good. Yay. Hadn't seen the best part yet. Pulls out the sword that could almost reach her from the door to the bed. It is the same height as Evade. <laughs> I think Probably. it's taller. Yeah, it's actually a couple of, it's got a couple of feet on her. <laughs> a couple of feet? It's like six feet long? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If I just kind of looks at it like, cool, very shiny. Hmm. And it sounds like we might have the opportunity to test it out. We got to go get Philo. Get, we're meeting up at where she's working right now. Okay. So. For the the first the first time since she got here, if Ivan gets up, ducks behind the screen, and actually puts on her traveling clothes, just like. A pair of leggings, a tunic, and a leather rest blab blab words. A leather blab blab. You heard it here first. (laughs) She's got pants today. A leather breastplate. There we go. My God. (laughs) That was harder to get out than it should have been. It's like you had an easier time doing your hair yesterday. The hair, the hair is now braided back, and she's got an unstrung longbow and her gunson on her hip. All right. The group is prepared for battle. Starting anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Philo, you've earned a tidy sum of four hundred orum from your uh, last client. Okay. And she's just waiting around to see if either the party comes or if she takes another client. Um, you are uh, made aware of uh, um, you have empathy, don't you? Mm. Okay, you become aware of a tenseness in the building. Can I use my little wannabe empathy antennae to try to direct me? Um, Towards stronger. There's a couple. A couple of the uh, ladies uh, having a discussion down below. 
We'll go to them. Uh, as you're heading down the stairs to join their group, um, the uh, the door to uh, the building opens and uh, uh, someone comes in. Um, what you notice is the street outside. The people are not in revelry at the moment. They're in a bit of a, a panic is a better word for it. Who just walked through the door? Um, the gentleman who greeted you when you first arrived. What's going on? He looks over at you and he goes, better make yourself comfortable. There, uh, the, uh, the magistrate is uh, marshalling down the street. There's some kind of monster in the harbor. That sounds far more fun than this. And she's going to just walk out the front door. <laughs> He's just like, what? Okay. <laughs> All Trying right. to link up with a party on the way down. Okay. Um, as you approach the inn, you uh, find um, Ledrin, uh, Ajax, and uh, Yvain respectively strapped and ready. Wow. You're wearing pants. Yes, I am. Thank you for noticing. And you have a sword as tall as I am strapped to your back. <laughs> also shiny. Nice. You got a little smudge here, though, and she's just gonna reach for it and try to, like, wipe off the smudge. That's a good armor. thing. That's a good thing. Apparently, old forgotten god blessed my work. I don't know. Guy couldn't name which god it was. Said he was just an old god of smithing. Well, not really a god for Claxton. It's more of a Nephilim. Anyways, um, there's a monster at the harbor. People in the streets are freaking out. Be buddy, your daddy. You you do notice there is a bit of uh, agitation as people are moving away from the watery side of the city. Yeah, we probably should have cleared this whole idea with somebody before pointing that loaded gun at the harbor. Alright, it's fine. It's legal. Shows off. <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh my god. Evangelist kind of face palms. Like, oh my god. <laughs> but I'm not there. Yeah, no, Darius is um Darius is already at the harbor. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Darius, the steamship is listing on one side. Not very good. Um mostly because there is a forty foot tall white milky skinned spider fat monster man thing climbing on it and plucking people out of the ship and snacking on them. Like they're toffees. Find any good ones? Uh, the uh, the thing uh, has got some dude like, and I mean like he's big, like he's picked a guy up, and the guy's like, no, no, and he's just like, nom nom nom. This is this is no simple mlem. <laughs> This this yes. is not the blem of a cracker stuffed into a zoned out angel's face by a kitten child. This is the full on snacky snacky of a monster. 
Yes. Uh, I mean, there's a good reference in the chat right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 500 pundits XP to Demonic Nacho for that. <laughs> um, uh, there is a, a belch interruption of gunfire on the ship as uh, there's a couple people on there opening fire on the thing. All right. Um, see about how far off the coast are they? Um, they're slowly drifting closer because one side is weighted. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Um, hmm. But how far out are they? Uh, probably about 200 feet right now. Uh, I, I will throw my hands up and say, hey, before you finish, uh, if you could, uh, save one or two of them for me, preferably somebody important. Uh, it uh, the the monster pops one in its mouth again. Snack, uh, licks its lips and basically, um, does what is apparently something between a belch and a roar. Mm. Um, before uh, turning its attention towards you. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, just just need one or two, and if you maybe like give me a hand over, that'd be great. Um, as the rest of the party arrives at the uh, harbor, running, um, you see Darius, and then you see the thing that poked its head up through the sewers, um, kind of leaning over towards him, for it opens its mouth and uh, like Gallagher flips. Um, bits of, of meat, people meat, um, uh, uh, kind of in, in Darius's general direction. Mm. You might have a little Ew. on you. Wasn't it not supposed to be eating people? Uh, change of plans. So it's allowed to eat people now. Well, at least these people. It, uh, Some of them, it, it sloughs its body mass into the water and it kind of makes its way over. Hi there, big guy. And goes, you interrupt my feeding. Not wise. Apologies, sir. Apologies. I'd be more than happy to help you finish uh, in other circumstances, but you know, certain legalities need to be observed and preferably... Not shank the ship, but have at all the crewmen you like. It kind of squints at you, which, you know, given the number of eyes it has, that's, mm-hmm. you know, unsettling. Um, in fact, just for the benefit of the group, um, I will once more drop a. A reference image for Luyorf the Ravenous. Yep, yep, Lit. that's that's him. All right, Lit. Lit. large enough to uh, eat um, a minivan. Siege beetle. Um, before it uh, returns back towards the ship, which is. Uh, spraying gunfire and magic at him. 
Oh, and I'll give him the Columbo. Oh, one more thing. Um. <laughs> one more thing. It turns around and just looks at you, and it raises <laughs> one hand, and it's like, What? Um, see, so you been spending a lot of time down in the uh, down in the sewer areas. Do you happen to recall any uh, any of these gentlemen moving through it in recent history? Perhaps uh, near the last time that we uh, we saw each other. You all look alike to me. Fair, fair. And it turns and it goes back after the boat. The boat's attempting to get away, but it's not gonna yeah no, it's not gonna happen. Alright, when you when you're uh when you're done, bring it on over. Uh Mr. Darius? Ah. Good day, sir. How did how does today find you? He goes, What what in the flesh hell is that? Uh that good sir is uh what was his name again? Lulyorf, the ravenous. Lulyorf, yeah. Lulyorf, the ravenous. <laughs> he just goes, I feel grossly unprepared to deal with him. He he is uh, someone that seems to be beyond our thing, but fortunately he's on our side. <laughs> he looks at you like, say what now? <laughs> well, uh, as you know, I've been investigating the whole uh, issue with uh, the thefts and the 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 IED and all of that. Uh, well, my investigations have led me to that particular steamboat right there. Well, then, I will uh, weave this in your capable hands. Uh, thank you very much, sir. If I, I'll give you the after-action report when I get to you. Take your time. You're just the cutest little thing. Yeah, I'll give him like, a little head ruffle. Like, Don't you worry about it. He's just like, like, as he turns away, he's just, there's that, that stone, like, haunted expression on his face. It's like, (laughs) He goes back to the other magistrate officer. He goes, the situation is under control. We will not be required here. Uh, The, uh, the, the taller of the two officers, the guy goes, well, thank God for that. I'm going to go drink until I forget this day ever happened. Have one for me, good sir. And I'll just kind of sit back and watch the handiwork. And... Anybody got any popcorn? Yeah. And I'll is yell handling out, this remember, well. <laughs> remember, Captain, alive. A feathery um, hat should help. Or just somebody important. That's all that matters. Uh, th- this this goes on for the better part of an hour. Uh-huh. We're all just sitting back and watching in disgust. The shooting, the screaming, the snacking. Pocket watch. Well, man's taking his time. He wants to enjoy his meal. I can respect that. Uh, there's a, uh, a fair band of... Uh, there's a fair band of people watching in abject horror and morbid fascination at this point. Letter and mm. you want to make a bet? Go on. That who he brings back isn't going to be somebody who can help us. 
Oh god, I'm not taking that bed. I already know it's not going to be useful. How about you, Ajax? Five Orum? Yeah, I'll do it for five Orum. I think he'll bring someone back and forth. Maybe not the captain, but maybe someone that could give us information. He's probably already eaten the captain. That's what I'm thinking, too. So maybe not the captain, but maybe something important. Someone important. We'll see. I'll throw down. Shake on it. Throw down five myself. (laughs) Five on the useless. Two for useless, two for useful. Yvain? It seems to be a split. And then a bit and kind of girl. At some point, she has pulled the book back out of her pocket (laughs) and is still trying to force herself to read it. Well, I Every now a... and then she'll point out a passage to Darius, like, is this real? Is this truthful? Yeah, I'll give it a pass whenever she mentions the, something. The book is technically accurate, but it is very sterile. It was written by somebody who does not have an investment in any of it. So mm. it doesn't have any of the flavor or the majesty that's included when stories of Imogen and of the, the Blood Moon movement are recounted amidst her own kind. You know, like, a church was started here, a population of vampires moved into the region. Um, They put themselves to work to help the citizenry to ensure that there was no uh, concern that they had come here to eat the town. Stuff like that. It's a lot of, like, it's all accurate. It's just really, really dry. It's like reading a science textbook. Uh, We'll have to to get you... You get you in touch with the with the actual practitioner uh, of of images. They, they may be able to give you a more ex, uh, exciting point of view on events. Sure. I, I I'm mostly just like learning the the information right now. I don't know if I really need embellishment if I'm going to be impartial, as it were. Understandable, understandable. It, it's always good to know uh, about the god that started you, though. So I, I applaud you for that. Darius, like, you want to be boring about this shit? That's fine. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying, chainmail, bikini, blood slaughter for days, rain from mm-hmm. the. It's mm-hmm. some good shit. Yeah. Chainmail bikini sounds so impractical. <laughs> Don't even get me started. I'm really uncomfortable. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. No. Really voluptuous boob plate. Yep. Super voluptuous boob plate with nipple okay. rivets. Yep. On the chainmail bikini I made, I actually padded the inside of the chainmail bikini I made, so it wasn't as bad. I heard no complaints. So, well, you see, we have the expert's word on it. Entirely <laughs> practical, and I was paid for it. So, oh god! All right. If uh, Anne is clearly thinking about this for a second, she's like, "You know what?" I don't want to know. <laughs> that could be both out of character and character. And yes, and character. yes, it can. <laughs> and both Evade and Digger, like, I'm going to leave that alone. All right. I need wits rolls from everyone here except except Darius. I need an intelligence roll from Darius. All right. God, what are my bits? Oh, Jesus. No. <laughs> One and a five. Two ones and a five. Hey. Jesus. 
Be my very good luck got spent right after the first time I botched. It was like, you get good rolls, and now fuck you again. <laughs> Philo and Lettering are just, like, riveted to the scene of dude eating people like chicken wings. Oh, Philo's absolutely oh, He does, like, disgusting. the little twist thing. Like... Lettering passed her the flash. I just clean, look away. clean skeleton comes out. Uh, 30 for me. Okay. 45. Nice. All right. Um, amidst the crowd of people, of onlookers, um, Yvaine, there is a there is a figure in the group that there's something, something about her kind of niggles at the back of your mind. She stands out for some reason. You're not sure. I'm gonna go over to her. I'll be. I'll be back in a minute, lads. I, I go over to her. Don't get kidnapped. I still, I still have the book in my hands, but I I shot it, marking the page with with wait. <laughs> Just dog ear it. It's fine. No. Do not dog ear your books. Thank you. That one you can. Still no. All books should be respected. As no somebody, dog ears for any books. As somebody who went to college to be an English teacher, I appreciate that. <laughs> I wouldn't Max dog ear a chick track. I'd throw she it away. Her, but I wouldn't. She marks her book with a random hairpin. Okay. Like digs around hair for a second. Ah, oh, this one. <laughs> Number forty-seven. You've never let me down. <laughs> if she pats her head, hairpin falls out. She's like, "Yeah, that'll do." Anyway, she goes. She she marks her book and still holding it, only now closed. She walks over to her. Okay. Um, do you have empathy? No, I okay. wish I did, but no. Okay. Um. As you approach, um, she sets your heart, the heart, your heart shakes. It, it, it sets it off a little as you approach her. Oh, Jolly, simmered down and I walked away from Darius and now it's back. Um, she is, uh, I'm dropping a reference image for your benefit. Um, she is pretty... Um, her hair is unkempt. There is an unnatural yellow sheen to her eyes and the expression she is, that she fixes the monster in the harbor with is real. Vive kind of this, she kind of casually strolls over stands next to her, like, looking out at the stage. She's like, fucking horrible, isn't it? Yes. She, uh, quite, her voice is a whisper. She stumbles with, uh, she, she, she stumbles, uh, almost like speech is unfamiliar. Um, as you, you notice, standing close to her, that under this um, beat up uh, robe she's wearing 
she she ain't got anything else to her name. Are you all right? In fact, from the look of the robe, it looks like it might have been dug out of a trash pile. Yvain does not know what to do with this information. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm I'm just giving you a scene. Yes. Uh, oh, and my I intelligence should... check was thirty. I know. I, if if that if it becomes relevant, that is good to know. All right. Perfect. Do I recognize her? No. From anywhere. No. Nope. No. No. There's something about her. It. You're. There's something, in there. You're not sure what it is. But there, there's something about it. Um, you hear... She makes a fist as she's staring at it, and you hear the tendons in her hands creak and the joints snap and pop as she makes it. There's a tremble in her, like barely contained whatever it is. I, I can I kind of like consider reaching out to give her like a little reassuring pat, but like my hand is a couple of inches from her shoulder. I take against it, and kind of pull my hand away. And I'm like, oh, hopefully, so distracted over there. Maybe maybe it'll get full. Hey, what? You welcome over here? Maybe. She's uh, flexing and unflexing her hands like a for moderate, like 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 almost like a tweaker. Like like there's just too much going on in there for her to make sense of things. Cause I gotta be honest, I really don't fancy the idea of being eaten today. It's not pleasant. You know, from experience, do you? Her, she kind of tips her head a little bit. You can see, like, the veins and the and the tendons in her neck. Just like, like, everything in her is wound so tight that it looks like if she moved too fast, she'd burst out of her skin. Are you okay? Um, she, uh, kind of, she, she kind of a little bit again, and there's that, that creak of, of like just being wound too tight. And, um, she, she, her, she, she struggles to release her, her jaw muscles and the, the intake of breath has a rattle deep in her throat like an animal, like like a predatory animal, like it's about to, to strike at something. And just this, you know, this kind of rattle, growl, growl in, the, in the back of everything she has. And, and she kind of turns to look over at you and that wild energy is still in her eye for a second. And, and then she relaxes just enough to not look like she's going to explode. Like, the struggle to contain everything gets a little traction. 
And um, she smiles um, at you with sharp teeth. Not just uh, sharp like vampire sharp teeth, but the ones behind them as well. And, And she goes, I'll get there. Thank you. I, I I don't have much needs doing right now. You know, you want some moral support while you look at the thing. I, mean, I don't know why you're here. Horrified fascination. Waiting to see if you're going to get eaten. Just... The, the the confusion in her face is almost like one she's she's searching for a word. If you've ever watched somebody who doesn't speak English as their first language, um, for the last three years, yes, yeah, when you know and you you know that that expression that kind of goes through their face when they're trying to go like, what is that fucking word I'm looking for? Like she, it's. Comprehension is evading her just a little bit. Um, for the rest of the group, uh, Luyorf is now making his way back towards uh, the uh, the the land with the ship in tow. All right, <clears throat> I'll approach where it appears that the uh, that the steamboat will make uh, make contact. Okay. As he approaches, he uh, opens his mouth, like unhinges his jaw like a snake and opens his mouth wide and goes <coughs> and disgorges most of a person onto the beach. Hmm. How many bits are missing? Um, Two legs and an arm. Yeah. You alive over there, Stumpy? Uh, Stumpy appears to be in shock. <laughs> um, for Vane's benefit, you hear the crowd and everybody like, <laughs> Gross! If they can't help but look over, yeah, follow, like, oh, uh, follow, followed by a followed by a letter and you alive, Stumpy. She can't help but laugh at that. She just kind of goes. <sighs> All right. I presume this is uh, the last one, Mr. Luyorf. He licks, um, licks a couple fingers out from between his teeth. And goes. I think so. All right. Well. I'll have a good look at the steamship and I'll clean up whatever you did to finish up yourself if you don't mind. He uh, makes his way back out to the water and disappears under the waves. Might if I work, sir? Waves. Yeah, I'll come back. Like I'm seeing. (laughs) Uh, So this guy right here, he's like, he's not dead, dead. He's just in shock. Yeah, no, like, like eyes wide, like, um, 
the only reason he's not bleeding out is apparently uh, Louis saliva has the consistency of hagfish slime. Oh, excellent. Perfect. So uh, I will still, I will pop a potion into his mouth and work the work the throat How as it were. How many d6 is that? Uh, it is 20 d6. Okay. Um, you pour the potion in and uh, his uh, mangled stumps heal over. Mm-hmm. Uh, this ain't a potion to regrow your limbs, but it's the best I could do. All right. Uh, well, I don't suppose I need to post anybody on guard to make sure you don't get away. Now, do I? <clears throat> if you'd like somebody to talk to you, um, I can. Yeah, go right ahead. Then. Console them as you may. Hmm. Yeah, I'll come with you on that steamboat in case. Just somebody... in case. Just in case. Yeah, you, you, me, and Ajax should be able to to handle this. Uh, keep an eye out, ladies, from the shore. Uh, I'll give you a signal if we need you. Yep, scream. I'll be on my way. Um, for your benefit, uh, Darius, as you're looking away, um, or as you're looking over to the group, Evane has detached from the group, and she's standing over with a a cloaked figure about 60 yards from the group. Hmm, okay. Just keep that in mind. Maybe she made a new friend. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? I I will show myself onto the steamboat like I own the place. Okay. Um, Evane, after uh, the monster goes away, the woman sighs, lets out this long pent-up sigh, and just goes, next time. I guess we're not going to be eating today. So what's your name, then? She looks at you for a long moment. And then smiles again. She goes, Sam. It's nice to meet you, Sam. Let me vain. You say that, she looks at you and she goes, Evane. Yep, that's me. Rages out and kind of like pats your head with a uh, one hand. I take it. I take it. She's taller. Yeah. Yeah. She... Very very slight case of the Napoleon complex kicks in, and she just kind of looks up with a hand like. Mm. She she's probably a little over six feet. Yeah, the little case of the Napoleon complex is she just kind of looks up with the hand like Ugh. and she smiles at you vain and she turns and she makes her way off through the crowd okay bye then What did you do today? Oh, you know, had a conversation with a naked lady in a garbage shroud. Yeah. All while watching some giant beasts eat people. Gross. 
All right. Um, what's yeah, Philo doing? Philo was going to initiate the question asking. Okay. Um, in this current state, this man could not give you directions on how to find his own nose. <clears throat> Does he have his own nose still? Surprisingly, yes. Oh, impressive. What's the letter in doing? Following behind Darius onto the steamboat. Ajax going on the ship as well? Yeah. Okay. Uh, does uh, does uh, Philo have any idea of anything to deal with uh, this man in his current state? I was going to ask if I would know if charm would help. or You've never charmed anyone. Well, I mean, you've been charming, but you've never, like, legit, like, status ailment charmed another being. <clears throat> well, then we are going to Bete Noir to charm. Okay. What am I rolling for that? Uh, your mana. Your manamana. Uh, 32. Okay. Well, this guy doesn't get a resistance roll because he's gone. So, um... The eyes are that are, like, zoned out, like, pupil... They're just pupils, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of shift subtly, so they're looking over towards you. Mm-hmm. You said both legs and one arm, or both arms, one leg? He's the inverse of Sersha. He's an inversia. Okay. We'll uh, just kind of like reach over a little pat on the shoulder and a reassuring smile. His skin is covered with probably about a quarter inch thick Vaseline. Mm-hmm. That's fine. She just goes through. She's, she's used to strange fluids on people. <laughs> <laughs> Usually the one that has to put them on them. Yeah. It puts the lotion on its skin. Oh, God. All right, darling. I know what you just went through is a little traumatic, but if you could focus on me for a bit, open my eyes, open my eyes, breathe with me, in and out. He is following directions. All right. What's your name, love? Your position? State of life? Bill. Bill? Lovely to meet you, Bill. I am Philomene. You have part of that crew, yeah? Yes. Do you remember what position you were in the crew? Uh, shipment. Shipment. Hired to move freight. Don't worry, the big bad guy's all gone. No, you don't have anything to worry about. It looks like Nothing to be treated. So. No, you're in good hands. If I was just going to sit with him and ask him to tell her anything that he can remember about what was being shipped, uh, who he was shipping for. All shipping was handled by McCavery. 
We had two boats. One traveled up north to the Crimson Isle. The other down this way. They're supposed to meet a buyer. Do you happen to know what it was that he was shipping, though? A weapon. Do you remember what kind of weapon it was? They call it a hex cannon. I actually think I saw one of those not too long ago. Bill, were you aware of any explosives that were sitting underneath the town? No. No. Uh, with empathy, like, he's not, like, being super nervous or dodging or anything. No, he is completely under your sway. He has no resistance, basically. It's either serve you or be vegetative. Now, I know this is a very sensitive question for you, Bill, but do you know for a fact that you were the last person on board, or was there anybody else left over after um, the big snack came by? I don't know. You don't know. Uh, this McCavery person that you mentioned, McCravey, were they on this ship or were they on the other one? The other ship. For now, that's all I need to know. Um, I'm going to let you pass out now so that your body can start to recover from all the shock. Uh, you're going to wake up probably in a guarded medical facility. We might be back for questions later. Please kill me. No, darling. Not at all. Now go to sleep. Out. Then she'll call over the guards and ask them to transport him and keep guarded in case we need to come back later. They uh, take him off your hands. Lovely. And then she's going to go onto the ship. Okay. What's a vein doing during all this? Um. Good question. She was still back in the crowd. She's now kind of wavering between following your wand and going back to the others. But she's she's still in the crowd. So like. She'll start like she'll look around first to see where where she went. Um, Sam? Mm. She uh looks like she's uh made her way back towards uh the the city. Okay. Like the city proper. Okay. Hmm. 
she was she was kind of hobo looking right she was kind of dirty and homeless and she was extremely and dirty and homeless Like poster child. Although clearly not a child in any sense of the world. Clearly. Uh... She she's kind of she's kind of wavering because she, she's not sure if she's actually needed here, but she is also hella curious. Uh-huh. Um, Philo has gotten up and she is beginning to head towards the ship. And everybody else is also on the ship? Yes. Hey. Uh. Okay, she, she's just going to spend at least a couple of minutes just wavering here. Like, she does not know what to do. She's, like, looking between the ship and back towards Sam. And, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the ship. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, um, I need dexterity rolls from the the gents. Let's solid twenty. Twenty. Seventeen. Okay. The ship is cockeyed, and the deck is spattered with um, a lot of Luyorf's particular brand of saliva. The footing is unstable. Um, Darius and Eliterin slip several times, but manage to maintain upright. Ajax slides and goes, uh, and hits the side of the ship. Ow. You alright? I feel alright, but hopefully... Yeah, no damage, just, you know, just pride. Hopefully, I got sl- the slimy things all over me. This is saliva. Sure, I'm sure it'll wash right out. Yeah, I was helping that dude out there, so it can't be that bad. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh... I will proceed below decks, weapon at the ready, and uh, clear the ship out. I'll take points since, you know, I'm encased in metal. Yeah, Yeah, you make a very fine piece of cover, good sir. That's it. I got a shiny new sword I want to try out. There you go. Okay. Ajax, what do you do? I kind of have, like, my guard up with my silver brass knuckles kind of, like, behind them. Okay, so you attempt to get back up and rejoin the group. Yeah. I need a dexterity roll. Okay. Eleven. <laughs> you get about halfway up and you go... Back down to... Uh... The back down to where you were at. Well, shit, guys. I don't know. 
I'll try again. Okay. Philo, I'll, come, last time. I'll come back and try to help him up. <laughs> okay. Um, Philo, you get back as you see Illiterin and uh, Ajax, or Illiterin trying to help Ajax get up to, because you know there's the deck of the ship, and then there's the the upright section where the stairway goes down. And basically, because of how the ship is tilted, it's mm-hmm. a plane. So um, mm-hmm. I need Illiterin and Ajax to roll your dexterities and add them together. Philo, you get up there, you can see a rather gooey Ajax uh, and Letterin's attempting to help him get up to the entryway. 17. Mm-hmm. 16. Alright. Um, very unsteadily, but uh, they managed to get Ajax inside the stairwell. Thank you, Elderin. That shit was rough. <laughs> yeah, looked like you were having fun. Philo, if you're coming in, be careful. This shit is slick. Just a matter where you step. Too used to this terrain. <laughs> Going to attempt to maneuver. Roll and your dexterity. Farewell. Yeah, that's one thing spike heels are good for. Going to suck. No, it's not. Okay. Uh, 14. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a six and a one. Oh, nice. Okay. You got a six in there, so I'll give you that one. Um, It is slippery and unstable, but you managed to make it over. You know, like, whenever you kind of, like, roll your ankle, whenever you're walking, well, you've seen people walking and, like, kind of roll their ankles, but, like, recover and just, like, never fucking saw anything. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I have personally done that many times. We'll probably have a sprained ankle later. Who knows? I wear boots. Evane? Um, can I can I see them like struggling across the ship from where you I heard am? Ajax go? Ah, uh, but I can't see the deck of the ship from where I am. Not quite. Um. Well, you can kind of see it because of the ship's tilt. Hmm. Eh. I can't give it myself so more time would give me a better idea of what I want to do. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, join us on the slip and slide. It's fun. Uh, join us on the slip and slide. It's fun. Uh, I'm going to roll for it. Odds or evens? Anybody? Fi's <laughs> <laughs> already in the stairwell, but, you know, good luck. What? She'll, she'll, she'll wait and watch for you. Sorry, what was that? Fi's something, something, something? She's in the stairwell, wait. but she'll wait and watch for you. Okay. So yeah, she's going, to... she's going to the ship. All right, you she does cli- not really want to because she's nosy, but you know. You climb up to the ship and um, immediately are presented by the thick mucusy sludge all over things. Going to very carefully navigate my way across. Dexterity check, please. Oh, of course. <laughs> Fifteen. 
Good thing my dex is reasonably high. <laughs> it's stuck in my head now. Okay, it's a six and a five, eleven, fifty-five. Oh shit, you're fine. <laughs> it just walks across it like it's a level She's patch a of concrete goat. in the summer. Evane is a mountain goat. Like, she got them you... kitchen grade non-slip shoes. <laughs> Evane walks across it like, I don't understand what you guys are having trouble with. This is easy. <laughs> All of are just looking at her like, fuck you. <laughs> Alright. What resides within the bowels of the ship? Yes. You'll find out right after this break. Excellent. So thanks for sticking around. We'll be right back, everybody. Okay, we're back. All right, the group has entered into the bowels of the steamship. Um, it is a it is a, a nightmare. There are uh, wooden crates toppled atop each other, boxes askew, things broken open. Um, you can see where people have been flattened under things that under uh, freight that came loose when the creature attacked. All right, let's uh, pour over the remains for evidence while we look for other people. I'll start checking boxes and corpses. And... Many of the boxes are full of um, dirt, rocks, uh, hay. Um, but as you get towards the center of it, you find... Um, a uh, large crate of some kind that has been uh, secured firmly to uh, the back wall of the uh, to the to the back wall of the cargo hold, like chained in place. The other ones, from the look of it, were set up to conceal it. Well. I'm going to gravitate towards that thing. Is it like a wooden crate? Yes. So I'll break out one of my hammers and some chisels out of my tools and start cracking away, trying to pry open the nails and such on that thing. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. No, you're good. What's up? I was going to have Philo like call out beforehand just to tell them what she heard from Bill. About the transport of a hex cannon. Which is not something any of you have ever heard of. Interesting. Ajax got blasted with one. No. No, he got blasted with Holy Cannon from oh, the oh, Holy Knights. Oops. Yeah. oops. No, if Ajax had gotten blasted with a hex cannon, well, Ajax everybody who went be. to Miradini and was here for episode one knows what would have happened. <laughs> Anyone who's played Breath of Fire 4. <laughs> also, that, yes. Although I will say, in my defense, mine is much nastier. Sure. Which, Jesus, that's nasty enough. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if it, you know, for quick reference, anybody who wants to go back to the opening of session one, you'll know what what this is all about. Spoiler. Well, that's what it was. 
Violet start my ass. Well, they assumed it was the Ash Mother. Wouldn't surprise me. It's on brand. Very. Quite. Anywho. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, a letter in is cracking open the crate. Uh, what do the rest of you do? Uh, I'll look for anything approximating like captain's quarters, officer's quarters, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, you find the captain's quarters. It is in thorough, complete, and utter disarray. Um, the bed is upside down, broken over things. There's a fire uh, from an oil lamp getting knocked over. The desk is consumed in whiskey and flame right now. Mm, mm. Excellent. Well, I'll do my best to heard that away from anything so I can give this place a proper once over. <clears throat> Alright. Um, I can tell you straight out the captain's quarters are pretty much a wash. Okay. Between the fire and everything else, yeah. Alright, I will continue my search around for any any bits of remaining evidence. Alright. Uh, Ajax, what are you up to? Yeah, I would, I'll just like search around see if I can find anything useful that they kind of left behind or try to hide. Okay. What about a vein? Same. Looking around. Okay. Uh, Philo. Looking around specifically for people or Orum or like little lost treasures. Okay. Um, you do find a strong box under the under a crate and under what used to be a, a member of the ship. Poor fella. Should just pull it. How heavy is it? It's about 100 pounds. Wait. Hold on. Yeah. Ajax. Uh. Help. I found a box. You need help opening it or pulling it? Get the body off of it and then we can try to open it. Oh, okay. I kind of like just toss the guy off. You toss half of him off. The other half is stuck under the crate. Oh, wow. Ew. It's like Sersha, but worst case scenario. Yes. Uh, box locked? I know. No? Nope. Pop it open. I kind of like swing the top of the box open. Uh, there are a number of pouches inside totaling 30,000 orum, according to the receipts. Oh. I uh, picked the wrong box. Five <laughs> is going to carefully pull it out. Um, I'm going to just write it down separately above my own, and I'll work on dipping it out between us. Okay. Um, a letter in. You have cracked open the, the uh, crate. Uh, what is inside looks like um, some kind of cannon that's about 60 feet long. And, that's a um, big crate. The, the barrel of which is wide enough for Ajax to stand in and do his best Vitruvian man. Hey, y'all, I found something. Something big. <laughs> that is a mighty piece of artillery. 
It might be uh, the cannon thing that Bill was talking about. Cannon thing? Yeah, he said something about uh, hex cannon. Uh, this thing will probably cast a mighty hex on somebody. I mean, fuck. Ajax, crawl in there, man. <laughs> no, baby, don't do that. <laughs> That'll fit you just fine. Philo's walking around depositing 6,000 orem into people's hands in the pouches. Thanks. Uh, Philo, as you grapple for your own, you discover the strap that holds your furba has been cut. What's up? Seems I've been relieved of something very special. Oh, shit. Anyways, money, so, take it. Thanks. Don't thank me, thank the dead guys. Ah, uh, yes, the wages of sin, perfect. Hey. Spins the same. Uh, once you've cracked open the case fully, no pun intended for uh, um, our uh, great detective up there, um, this weapon is massive. Um... It it is for for uh, assuming Darius has come down to see what's going on as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is literally a large firearm. There is a uh, basically what is the equivalent to an ammo chamber at the bottom of it uh, that would handle um, a cylindrical uh, car, a, a cylindrical insert, probably about as thick around as. Um, a human torso. Hmm. Could I ballpark the the devastation we'd be looking at? If it fires a normal projectile, um, it would probably punch through damn near anything. You could put a hole through a castle wall with it. Hmm. Uh, Philo, are you examining the cannon at all? Yeah, look over. Take a look at it. Okay. I, I'm going to DM you this oh. next thing. Oh. Um. Get your stretch on. use of those points. I was just going to hold her hand on it for a bit. It's like rubbing over whatever filigree or whatever might be on the outside of it, if there is any. And uh, kind of look at it and then look at Darius and be like, I think we need to um, We need to either hide this or give it to proper authorities. Well, there's no way we're going to get this out of here ourselves. 
this thing. Uh, unless you want to sink this ship, that's about the only way we're going to hide this. So yeah. the the entirety of that, like even the turning of the people? Yep. Okay. Mm. This thing, um, it destroyed an entire city, turned their residents into undead. Hundreds. What's used to make it is people used to at least make the ammunition ground up stuffed into a cylinder and then fired out perfect well this thing cannot get into the wrong hands at all but at the same time it's evidence magistrate maybe he would probably be the most trustworthy source that and our fine uh, feline friend at the Adventurers Guild. Magistrate or Nor. And Nor's not looking so good these days. Yeah, it was bitten by the Fomori, so... I have a feeling that unless one of his friends can come up with some kind of cure, he's, he's infected. He's gonna... I don't know. Um, Um, The rest of us can stay back and watch over the area and the cannon. I'll I'll stay with the cannon. I'll stay here as well. And probably the fleetest of foot to uh, get word to the correct people. Not to mention you have the paperwork coincide with this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was I able to, uh, to find anything in my little uh, search? Um, you found a handful of documents, but it's not in a language you recognize. Okay. Okay, I will I will pocket that sheaf of papers. Uh, what's closer, the Adventurers Guild or the Magistrates? Adventurers. Alright, we'll stop there first. I guess I'll go with you. Hey, did I find anything in my search? Um, uh, a very nice ring attached to someone's finger under a large box. Is there anything particularly significant about the ring? No, it's just really nice. No, I leave it there. Yeah, no, it's just real pretty. Yeah, no, unless there's something special about it, she's leaving it there. Okay. Like, if it's some kind of signet ring, like, you know, some kind of identifier, then yeah, she'll take it. No, it's just really nice. It's got a big fat ruby on it. Yeah, no, fuck that. And she's going with Darius, eh? Yeah, Darius and Nevaeh are heading out. Okay, what is the rest of the group going to do? Poking and prodding while bodyguarding the cannon. So looting? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I thought it's murder hoboing in, the, <laughs> yep. in the traditional fashion. Yes. Okay. Look, there. We didn't murder hobo. That was. Yeah. No, we're just we're just yeah. cleaning up. We're yeah. we're prospectors. Literally cleaning up. Yes. I guess Evans just not a looter. I I'm sitting on a crate just 
smoking my pipe, shaking my head at Silo digging through dead men's stuff. Oh, before I head out, yep. uh, one thing uh, one of y'all might want to check on is uh, see if the, the ship itself has been penetrated along the side that it's listing on. Um, Make sure and, it's not sinking. Yeah, exactly. Is water rushing at our feet? No, but uh, it's listing to the other side. So they might have uh, gotten one of the doors closed beforehand uh, to to seal it off. So uh, just get on down there, see if uh, see if there's any other bulkheads you can close up. Okay. All right. Aye, aye, Captain. Zoom. Zoom. Gotta go fast. All right, zoomies all abound. Mm-hmm. Um, due to your um. Uh, observation, yes, the ship has been breached on the other side. However, because it has also been grounded, it's not at risk of sinking right now. So, there's that. Um, Small victories. Philo um, and Ajax. I take it Ajax is helping loot? Yeah. Alright. Is a veteran helping loot? I'm sitting on a crate, smoking my pipe, and judging them. Okay. (laughs) Judging them silently, at the very least. All right, you get a cut uh, of this money too. You. Um, you find um, I- I'm gonna text you or I'm gonna DM you what the total value is, but you find uh, an assortment of money and jewels and objects of value. Okay. So I'm gonna send you what the value is for in trade. Including the ring that Yvain did not pick up. Philo needs a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and this is between Phi and Ajax, or is this just Phi's number and then Ajax gets his own? No, it's you, no this is the collective number. Not that you know the actual number because nobody here has a praise. So, uh-huh. Okay, well. I'm just telling you in the end. Ajax, um, <clears throat> since we're the ones who are doing the dirty work down here. After we close up some bulkheads, we can go get these appraised, sell them all, split the money between the two of us. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, we're both people on our own. One of us in the group owns his own business. The other one's a princess. The other one, oh no, absolute debonair. Maybe I'll split my share with him. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm so down for that. Yes, you will be. <laughs> all right. Um, Darius and Yvain. As they're walking, Yvain is just like, do you want to split up so that we can talk to people faster, or uh, stick together? I could say, considering recent events, is best we stick together. Okay. So where are you guys going first? Uh, Ventures Guild first. All right. Um... You had two adventures guild. Okay. All right. I, I will show myself in like usual. Uh, I right. will not exchange my traditional pleasantries with the desk lady, uh, and I'll just proceed straight to to the man's office. Okay. You open it. Uh, a curl of smoke comes out. He's sitting back there with his pipe in hand. He goes, "Ah, oh, Mister Darius, welcome. Come in. Come in." Hello, sir. Hello. I hate to interrupt with your uh, your relaxation time with some business, but I uh, figured you'd want to be appraised of a developing situation. Please, please. He, he taps his pipe out. All right. So 
Uh, you hear about the, the monster sighted near the docks earlier? Yes, Luyorth the Ravenous, Demon Lord's General. Very terrifying. Yeah, exceptionally so, yes. Uh, well, see, the thing is, uh, me and, uh, and the Demon Lord teamed up on this little project I've been working on. He corrects an eyebrow, but doesn't say anything. And um, uh, I will update him on my findings for the steamship and what we found inside it. Okay. Uh, this is a serious piece of piece of hardware here. Uh, I don't think either side should possess it. I completely agree. Uh, so my original plan. Uh, after here was to go to the magistrate, but if you would say that's uh, inadvisable to do so, I, I will cut that little visit short. This uh, is a um, an issue best left to the hands of someone over my and everyone's pay grade. Um, he he pulls out a notepad and starts writing a letter. It says, uh, "I uh." We'll see to it that this is addressed. I appreciate you coming to me first. Very well. I have uh, I have some very fine people sitting on it as we speak. As much appreciated. Yes. Um, go ahead and um, take your people to as lackadaisical as this may sound to enjoy the rest of the festival. The great ball is tonight. Excellent. Anyone who's come here for the apex of dancing and finery will want to be there. And as a, as a like a little side favor, hmm? you think you think uh, uh, take a look at the ship and see if it can be salvaged. That that'll that'll be my small request. Uh, you would like to fancy yourself a ship captain, Mister Darius? I uh, wear many hats, sir. I shall see what I can do. He uh, writes his letter and then takes it out. And uh, as you're leaving, he hands it to the desk lady. Says, uh, "Message the rook." He needs to see this immediately. To which she nods and she says, yes, sir. And then you are also, of course, privy to all of this because you go with Darius. Yes, yes. Yep. So I do believe that is the wisest course of action. Uh, so I, I will show myself out. Uh, we'll talk about uh, compensation later. Got to get this handled first. Okay. Um, as you're heading out, where do you go from here? Uh, we'll collect the rest of our motley crew. Okay. Um, as you are making your way through, wits rolls from both of you, Purple Four. Heightened senses for double detection uh, are applicable. Hey. So, wits, yeah? Yeah. Thirty-four for me. All right, uh, sixty seventy-two. My mistake. Damn. Yes. Alrighty then. Deja, what do your math eyes see? Do your Every math minute, eyes see? most math. <laughs> what does the math rock say? Click, clack. Fifty-two. Excellent. Um, 
as uh, you're going back towards your group, um, Evane, you see uh, Sam in her trash cloak up ahead, making her way through the thoroughfare. Um, Darius, mm-hmm. um, you, uh, you, you, um, there's a lot of people around, so, you know, nobody jumps out of particular interest. Um, however, you do notice a pair of tanned hands grab this figure in a cloak and yoink her off the street so fast that their feet leave the ground. Hmm. That's... Hi. Uh, for for, for Evane's benefit, yes, it is It is the trash cloak that gets yoinked. Oh! Oh, hey, I was talking to her earlier. Uh, if you like, you can go go about your business. I'm, I'm gonna see what's going on here. I, I go after something. Uh, okay, I was gonna say... Uh, the, the, uh, Sam is the one in the cloak that gets jerked off the street. Yes. Yeah, I know. Okay, cool. Just make um, sure. I, you, you were, you sure were so relaxed about it. Like, I'm going to go mull and stuff. I was afraid that I had not thoroughly <laughs> explained yeah. what was going on there. I will start talking, asking if she needs help, but she's she's gone. Okay. Oh. Um... I'll see if I can follow, if I can keep pace. Uh, you, you you follow Evane? Yes. Okay. Um, you get to the mouth of the alleyway, Evane, and um, you see um, Sam uh, slammed up against the wall, um, and um, it is uh, Basilides who has a firm ah. grip on her. Um, you, you get in there, Darius. It is, uh, her, did you, did you see her sire when you interacted before or? Uh, no, no, I only heard his voice. Okay. Um, there's a rakishly handsome tan gentleman with a Tom Jones V in the front of his clothes. Um, tan skinned and very attractive. Uh, it looks back and he smiles and he goes, hello, Evane. I noticed you found this one. She seems quite lovely. I thought perhaps you might like a sister. You could learn the ropes together. No! Fuck off! Um, the uh, woman that he... The figure he has uh, grabbed, a woman who's wearing uh, the cloak and literally nothing else. Um, she, she kind of... Her head kind of swivels up like she's out of it a little bit. Uh, and then she, she shuttles her gaze on uh, uh, Basilides. Uh, you recognize her as the woman who came out of the Glorp down in yes, the sewers yes. under the city. That is automatically who I suspect. Oh, oh well. Good to see you're in good health, dear. Um, he uh, he looks at he smiles at Evane, and um, uh, Evane, you hear that that creak and the pop 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 of uh, Sam when she makes that fist as she grabs Basilides by the neck and she slams him into the wall so hard the mason cracks. And Evane does absolutely nothing. She just watches. From, from the expression on his face, he's completely fucking dumbfounded. Ha! How the turns have tabled. <laughs> How the turns have tabled. God damn it. Um, for, uh... Um... Bam's benefit. I I will uh, send you the image so that you too know this person. 
Okay. Noted. Um, Vasilides uh, grabs uh, her wrist and pushes back. And, you know, and pushes uh, her hand off his neck, um, displaying that he has uh, showing effort at resisting. At which point she bares her teeth at him. And like I said, she has the vampire canines and the set behind them are also equally sharp. And can I at least yes? pretend that I am going, I, I can act against him? Or is it that I am physically capable of incapable of even pretending like I can attack him? No, you can make an action, but you can't bring yourself to seal the deal. Okay. Like, literally thrust a dagger, but it would stop before it hits, because you cannot bring yourself to harm. Okay, does it, does he know that? I don't know. You're not entirely mm-hmm. certain. Okay, so I have my, my shiny new gloves on. I'm going to very quickly string my bow, draw a holy arrow, and point it at his face. Okay. Um. Or I'll come around her and, like, point it at the side of his head. Okay. He looks over at you and um he he's he's pushing Sam's hand away from his uh throat. Uh and he looks at you and he goes, If you kill me, you're never gonna find your brother. I can find him without your help. Thank you. You threw away your best lead. Um, Sam's the the hand that he's holding out Sam's fingertips lengthen and become sharp like talons and she slams her fist down and embeds her fingers into the masonry around his neck which basically makes the next word that's about to come out come out as I'm having difficulty working out how a bottle of alcohol with a bit of blood in it is going to tell me anything. Sam, it's not like, not like he can tell. Sam pulls back her other hand and uh, tightens it up like this, and you see the length of the finger sharpen again. And she brings it forward. And the only reason Basilides isn't beside himself at that moment is because he mists. Not for fuck's sake. Just paths out in a curl of mist and and fog as her arm passes up to the elbow through the wall of the building and inside and you hear the surprised shouts from inside of it. Didn't get anybody on the other side, did you? I don't know. Pull your arm out. We'll have a quick look. She pulls her arm out. The stone crack, the, the masonry crumbles and pulls back. Her hand is clean. Dusty, but clean. that you're able to handle yourself. And she uh, she looks so like looks over and it's that same feral like like dangerous animal expression then she sees Evane and it softens a little bit and she goes Evane. And she kind of smiles and then she flicks her gaze up towards Darius and that feral animal look comes back in and she starts backing away. That is my, this is my friend Darius. He's, 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 
He's nice. We like him. I don't know about nice, but it's nice not to have another damsel in distress. I'm glad you can handle your own business. What makes you think I can't handle my own business? I'm just playing it up for effect. Don't worry. I see that face. Philo. Um, you hear the crack <laughs> of... Philo's uh, on a ship. You, you hear the crack of masonry and, and uh, Sam has cleared the 20-foot leap up to grab the upper uh, booster of the ceiling of the roof's edge and uh, she flings herself up over it. Good day uh, to you as well, ma'am. Okay. Bye. Well then. Think he's going to show his face again? Probably he's fucking stalking me. Yeah, well, maybe someday you'll get a chance to drink him. I think I'd rather just put an arrow to his head. You might be surprised. Um, yeah, I guess it's time to, to move along to our intended destination. I guess so. Um, I, don't know, I don't know what the deal is with the bottle, though. You still have that, though, right? I do. Okay. Pulls it out of back pouch. Well, we'll look at that later. Yeah, no, more pressing business. Not to say your brother isn't uh, isn't uh, important or anything, but it's kind of. Well, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what the bottle has to do with him, but whatever. Yeah, you never know. Anyway, moving on. Yes. Your group, meanwhile, on the ship. Yeah, your group returns back to the ship. Excellent. All right. Um, Philo. Um, it's all in a bag. Okay, Philo. Philo is looking quite happy with herself at the moment. Mm-hmm. Has given a letter and a little bit of the tobacco that she keeps in the pouch with her too. Okay. Hey. No. Uh, no funny business while we were gone. Nope. Just boring, quiet, full of boxes and dead bodies. Sounds about right. Where the fuck did the accent go? Hold on, no. Uh, no. Nothing. At all. <laughs> Oops. I believe you implicitly, ma'am. Uh, I will make a judgment call on that. Nothing interesting has happened, though. She's Mr. not lying. Too many dead bodies, though. A lot of dead bodies. Um, based on the hour the day has reached at this point... Mm-hmm. Your group has a choice. Mm-hmm. There is the peace talks, the finalizing of them, or there is the starlight banquet. Not hungry. I was mm. just that was the fancy gown and ball dance and everything. Yeah, watching dude eat just a whole ship crew has kind of soured any sort of mood for food for a while. Okay, just telling so you because that is, that is where the the evening's events have reached at this point. So many lucrative clients, fuck. Yeah, that's a lot of money that you could be passing up there. Um, uh, do y'all need me at the peace talks for anything? Uh, uh, you got your money right. Uh, six thousand. The six thousand, yes, ma'am. Okay. I might have been there for, for every other. We've been there for every other night at the peace talks. We might as well watch the circus. Yeah, may as, yeah, may as well finish it out. Yeah, you are. The, at least check the event on that Noir is there, we can always tell him about the cannon. Uh, that was my thinking as well. He definitely needs to be in the know about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure, sure, absolutely. But I am wearing a very nice dress there. And I suppose I should probably get changed as well. She looks down at her her fighting letters. Considering I didn't slip in the goop, still shiny. Oh, I'm absolutely fine. As you're walking across the boat, Philo goes, boop! No. (laughs) (laughs) Philo shoves the letter in, he goes, God damn it! Clank! Splash. (laughs) You know how hard it is to pick up metal that has lubricant on it? Too hard. (laughs) I'm just imagining a legend sliding down the side of the ship now, like, fuck you! Splash. (laughs) I imagine you want a small wash before you head to the Peace Talks Ajax. Yeah, most likely. If everyone else, yeah, if everyone else is going to get dressed and stuff. Yeah, I will go ahead and go to the bathhouse, though, first, since, you know, I was over a 1,500-degree fire earlier. Yeah, you definitely got some sweat on you. Un poquito. I'll go to the... Everybody out of here really quick. Just shoves everybody. Speed walking. All right, so the people make it. The people exit the ship. Yep. yep. Dex rolls. <laughs> so I don't still have my decks from last time. Aha! Uh-huh. Mountain, Mountain goat has worn off. Maybe. Ten. What was that? Nineteen for me. Ten. Nineteen. What'd you roll, Ajax? Twenty-four. Hey. What'd you roll, uh, Yvain? Hang on. I was still mathing. What do your math eyes see? Taking the hobbits to Isengard. Taking the hobbits to Isengard. To Isengard. 16. If you rolled under 20... Mm-hmm. That's all of us but Ajax. Yeah, so Ajax yeah. doesn't slip the rest of the group goes poof, into the side wall of the ship. Yeah, just, I'm just gonna climb over the side that we're on and drop down. Okay, you land on the uh, on the sand of the embankment. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll take off her shoes and do the same. Try landing and, you, and still still all of out. a sudden you hear ah clunk. <laughs> <laughs> Now your armor is caked in slime and grit. Now you guys know how I felt. Avain kept her feet like sliding downwards until the very end where she hit the sidewall, flipped right over it, and landed on her ass. Basically, yes. (laughs) Right beside the ocean, right? No, you guys are on the dry side. But Oh, wait, no, you're right, you're right. It is a wet landing. Sploosh. No, I, I was just asking, like, the ship is near the water still. Oh yeah, no, it's near the water. Yeah, no, Pai's you got just me gonna wait out. The slide down goes to the dry side. The water is behind it. Pie's just gonna wait out and like, yeah, slime off. Okay. The fish really like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just like you, you know those you know those those koi ponds in Japan where you can they they put your feet in and the fish nibble the dead skin off your feet. It's not really koi. That's puka. But yeah. Whatever it is. I don't know. I, yeah. What do I look like? A Japanese fish expert? I'm a fat man who fixes computers for a living. 
Uh, basically, as you wait in and start washing off, and the fish just start coming in and nibbling. It looks like you are as equally irresistible at sea oh. as you are at land. I oh. <laughs> just in and out as fast as she can be, holding on to everything, and she's only like, I need a quick wall of backs. I'll open up my coat. Just kind of cool. She's gonna strip really quickly and put on the dress that Essex gave. Okay. You are briefly reminded of the convenience of that charm that the Danuki lady gave you the day before. Mm. Could be very useful in this particular circumstance. Didn't she already use that, though? Yes, I'm just I'm reminding you of the convenience oh. of it. Yeah. Um, which also leads to the connection that um, uh, who was it who told you what the charm was? Uh, it was oh please oh please please it I don't know I think it was uh, Noir. Actually. I was going to say it was either Essex or Noir, so I believe yeah. Noir. Um, yeah. Noir called it uh, the same thing that the uh, uh, Beldame uh, people called it when they were talking about things earlier. Hmm. That spell charm? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Well, whenever she said Danuki woman, the dots automatically connected. Okay. I was just yeah. saying in case it had not, that is a it is the confirmation. Yeah. Cool. Just throwing you a freaking bone here. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I have it written down. Uh, Danuki lady from yesterday. Yep. Yeah, Danuki lady from yesterday about all of the tutelary herbs and or as spell containers. Yeah. All right. So the group does its assorted needs to prepare itself then. Uh, uh, uses the wall of backs to fix herself. Yep. And walks straight to the peace talk. She doesn't want to be late for it at all. Okay. But she's also coming as the best dressed. Uh, I will escort uh, Mr. Ajax and Eladine to the bathhouse. Okay. And um, we're using the public one, right? I'm going fancy this time because I want a locker for my armor. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Don't forget to deduct the Orem cost. It was 100, right? Si, senor. Uh, I will stop by the public bathhouse real quick. Yeah, like Darius is broke as fuck. Oh, so, not really. Like, no, he he just got paid. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just got paid a little bit, so that's true. But right. I, I am very much a spread the wealth kind of guy. Okay. Uh, I didn't really want to bathe. I just wanted to check with uh, our cat folk friend. Ah, what was his name? Um, with the cute chillin. With the cute chillin, yes, yeah. yes. Um. So I open the wrong section here. Where is that at? Uh, the Weary Traveler, that's Ravi. Ravi, yes, Ravi. Hope he's doing well. I just wanted to ask him real quick. He was talking the other day about uh, possibly investing in an upgrade into to the backups. Yes, I'd, I'd like to expand it a little bit. Um, but, you know, money is slow going. So many people like to go to uh, the fancier one. Mm-hmm. Well, what kind of a... Uh... What, what 
size of investment would you say is necessary for your for your upgrade? If I could get five thousand orum together, I could add a second bath range, so mm-hmm. I could segregate it for women and men to have privacy. I throw the pouch on his table. His eyes widen a little because are you sure? Consider it an investment. It's greatly appreciated, sir. He extends a hand to you. Yeah, I'll give him a firm shake. Thank you. I, I thank you very much. My, I wish to have something good for this one when it is his turn to inherit my what I have. It palms the kid's head. Well, there's uh, there's six thousand in that pouch. You might want to set some of that aside to uh, maybe educate the child in some way. I think that is a wise decision. Thank you, sir. Thank there you, you so much. I cannot express that enough. I'm happy to help. You have a good night now. He nods to you. Tip his hat and be on his way out. All right. Um, what about Evane? Uh, she probably also went to the the fancy bathhouse. Okay. Go down there. The guy welcomes you and welcome, welcome. Please come in. Yeah, if your stuff sets you up comfortable, nice. You get yourself scrubbed up and clean. Ajax, what do you do? I'm going to go to the public bathhouse and okay. kind of wash up. You guys spruce yourselves up um, and get to uh, the peace talks. Philo mm-hmm. arrives first, uh, Darius is second, uh, Eledrin and uh, Evane and Ajax to follow. Um, the uh, peace talks are, are uh, in full bore. Um, Lorna and uh, Lancaster are in attendance. Essex is not. For Philo's benefit. Um, the generals are in their place with the demon lord. The royals are sitting at their side of things. Um, Noir looks... Much, much better. He's more color to him. He's standing full upright. Um, he's talking to uh, Nathaniel down in the side while uh, the others are taking their seats. Uh, I will see if I can make uh, eye contact with Mr. Caster okay. at some point. Just kind of crook a finger his way. Right. He ran wave, waves at Noir. Okay. Um. Uh, and when Nathaniel looks up and notices, he kind of smacks Nor on the uh, on the arm on the shoulder, the injured shoulder, and, and makes Evane his way cringes. past him. Nor doesn't respond. Nor just looks at him in turns and sees a vein, and he kind of smiles and gives her a slight wave. Um, you notice his uh, bracelet of glowing stones has been replaced now with two. Uh, bracelets of glowing stones that have not been, that do not have any cracked beads on them. They kind of glances at them, but finds the information away for later. She doesn't mention it. And the peace talks get underway. Um, conversation is tense. The people are talking. Um, Queen Mara and, um, um, fuck, I can't remember his name. And the princess, the one whose brother tried to kill Yvain, um, mm-hmm. both uh, make 
they entreat the others to consider. They say, you know, these, this battle has gone on for so long. This, this war has ravaged us. It's difficult, certainly. We, none, no one wants to give up their lands. And Mara says there are people it's attached to our families for generations. It's understandable. And the princess says, and really, when you think about it, nobody wants, you know, to address the elephant in the room. Nobody wants to deplete their taxable land because any land is not under your sway is land you're not seeing revenue from. So it's from an administrative and a and a, a traditional standpoint, it's understandable why people are reluctant to do this. But the people are a bigger issue to be concerned with. We need to protect the people. They deserve this. There's land trade arrangements. There, there, there. The 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 princess uh, is like there's there's arrangements that can be made um, to compensate with things agreements we can work and miss each other. Nora kind of looks at a letter and he's like, yeah. He says there 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 are things that can be done here. Discussions we that can be had. Um. About this, there are ways we can make this work. You know, we, we've discussed with our moderator and with others here, other noble families in, under our lands who are amiable to the idea, even some from other lands. She gestures towards uh, uh, Thrifkin and um, uh, King Renajag. It says, even some of the nobles under your own demenses have said that they're willing to consider and to talk about these things. Peace is a viable option as far as many of us are concerned. This is a point to be... This is important. Nora turns and says, it is a point to consider. There are, of course, trades to be made, but what matters here is the well-being of your people. And the question here should not be whether or not you're making money off of the taxes. The question should not be whether or not you have ancestral ties to the land presented to you. What you need to consider is the well-being of your people. You need to consider the well-being of those who are most affected by this fighting. The people who are suffering here are less the nobles and less the people sitting in comfortable towns like this one that our prestigious local king has provided us for these peace talks and other such places. It's the small villages, the ones getting wiped out in the fights. It's the one whose sons and fathers are being taken off to fight in wars and the families left behind to grieve and to struggle. It's the little man who is suffering here. It is not the nobles. Nora looks at, to the audience. He goes, many of you may feel offended by the statement that you have privilege afforded you, but the fact of the matter is you do. You live comfortable lives. You have enough money to ensure that your needs are met. You're not afraid of monsters killing you in the night. You're not afraid of starvation. You're not afraid of things like that. But the people who are out there fighting these wars, not the children of noble families given positions of authority, soldiers, generals, sergeants, lieutenants, the like, who stand back in a tent and give instructions and guidance. I'm talking about soldiers, real men. He looks like looks dead at a letter and when he says this, he goes, real men who fight 
and die with nothing to protect them but the steel on their skin and the weapon on their back. People who during these wars don't know when they wake up if they're coming back at the end of that day. And this battle is to stop that expense. It's to save people from that end. You look to your left, you look to your right, you see most predominantly featured here nobles, wealthy-born people, people with ancestral ties whose families have been connected to the political standings of things for generations. What you don't see in recognition here, what you don't see being considered, are the people who are actually doing the dying when these wars are fought. Those are the people whose lives you need to consider. The people on the streets above us right now, drinking and dancing and celebrating life in all of its splendor and form. The people who are here right now being reminded that there is a life worth living out there in a land where they are afraid for what comes next. When I took a journey to Jostin with my employer and my friends. He doesn't say friends. He says, and my associates. On our way to Jostin, we passed five villages that had been burned to the ground. Lives destroyed. Families shattered. Vertle fields burned. Homesteads leveled. We passed death. None of you saw that. It was the farmers. It was the craftsmen. The millers. The cheesemakers. The people who tend to the natural splendor of life. Those are the ones who are suffering out there. And the people you need to think about when you make these decisions. I know a great number of you wish to... And this evening's events quickly. These peace talks quickly. Because you wish to go to the Starlight Banquet. You wish to go with your friends and to embrace that life, that vivacity, that music and that sense of living that bustles in the streets above you. But before you go, you need to consider that what decisions you make here tonight affect the lives of more than just yourselves. They affect all the lives in the expanse. I implore you all to talk amongst yourselves. To make decision. You have... He uh, sets an hourglass on his table and he says, you have five minutes. To talk amongst yourselves and take this recess to assess the value of where your, your loyalties truly lie. And uh, he steps back from the thing and the people start talking amongst themselves. Can I gauge the current mood of, of the nobles and everybody else? It is hard to tell. There's a lot of talking. In the audience, there's a lot of nobles going, you know, well, you know, this is the thing we should think about. You know, there, there's more people... You know, other people are like, well, I, I just can't believe he says that we don't understand what strife is. I mean, I fought in the war. I know how hard that is. And one of the other people is like, you were a press sergeant. You put people in uniforms and sent them off to the front lines. 
You never saw combat. It's like, my neighbor was an arms master. My neighbor made swords for people and picked them up when they didn't come back. And Philo helped Darius a little bit with getting more in tune with what they're feeling, though? It is kind of anyone's game at the moment. There's a lot of people who are on your side of history and a lot of people who are not. And it's... You know, the things that get said in the next few minutes are what going to be to dictate the, the path of history. Should should I drop the bomb on him, Philo? Uh, yeah, you go ahead and do that. I'm going to see if I can rub elbows with a few dignitaries here. Uh, Princess, if you want to join me. A letter in. Ajax. Mm-hmm. Let them see the commoners alongside nobility in need. The veteran goes for the flask. I fucking hate elbows. <laughs> Maybe if you tell them your story, they might be more inclined to listen. That's a, that's a pretty good angle. That's a pretty good angle. You know, they don't see your side of things because... Most of them do not stoop to interacting with the common man all that much. Most of them discarded us as soon as everything was said and done. Well, there you go. I mean, when you return successful, you get nothing but a quick pat on the back, and then you're sent back off into whatever it is, if you come back at all. There's a a nobleman's wife nearby who's talking about uh, someone named Nancy Barclay. Um, is Castor around? Uh, yeah, he's down by Noir talking. Alright, uh, I will approach him real quick and say, you wouldn't have him be able to read this, would you? And I'll produce the sheaf of papers I extricated from the ship. He looks at it, he's like, No, I don't, I don't know the language. It's, I've never seen it before. Hmm. Noir reaches no. over and goes, and he goes, oh, now I can read it. Thank you. Huh. Uh, he looks it over and he says, um, ensure veracity of firearm tests, find secondary target to ensure dispersal of payload, uh, um, neutralization of miasma effect was 80% quicker than should have been after initial testing, determine whether that was a... Um, flaw of artillery or if outside interference was had. Um, Verify these results and then meet at rendezvous. Um, And then in the bottom down here under this thing it says be mindful there's been um, aerial surveillance not local Potentially airship, Devil's Grave, possible. Be aware of influence and outside interruptions. We cannot get caught by uh, the Lords. Too much at Mm. stake. The King demands. The King demands success and positive results. Hmm. Uh, You would have no what language this is, would you, Nora? Just, just you can just translate it basically, or goes, give somebody the ability to read it. 
I, he goes, I used a comprehension spell. Yeah. Yeah, magic is outside of my cabinet, sir, so. Uh, so, uh, I will basically spill the beans to Noir and Caster. Here's what was going on on the ship. Uh, here's what was going to happen with the the weapon that was on the ship. And we have the evidence of it right here. I feel like this is something the people should know about. This may galvanize them in their decision. That's not a bad idea. Are you familiar with a hex cannon, Nathaniel? I guess. He, he taps his chin and he goes, You know, I'm not certain. I heard them talking at one point back in my days. Um, it was back, back in my days at the country club. Zdor looks at him and he goes, Fine, yes, in my days in prison. I spoke about um, military weapons. They were taking prisoners for something to shorten their sentences. I didn't get in on the project because of my conditions, but that was a point of discussion they had. Well, according to my sources, this thing can wreak untold devastation on a city. Slaying everybody in it and raising them up. That definitely sounds like a terrible weapon. I've taken steps to ensure that neither party will come into possession of this item. I appreciate that, Mr. Darius. This is Mr. Crow. Yes. Most people just call you Mr. Darius because you just say Darius. He's... Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Nor is one of the few that you have actually dropped your whole name on, so... Yep, yep. Uh, but now that the uh, the immediate danger has passed and that we have the right people it's overseeing the... Uh, the decommissioning of the item. Uh, it would be best if these people knew about it. Just so they know how close they are. They're on the knife's edge and they need to do something about it. That is interesting. That is definitely a point to be brought up to people. Thank you. I appreciate the support you and your group have provided us. The least I could do. Uh, Noir goes back to uh, his thing and uh, prepares to return to things. Uh, during Darius's conversation, uh, what are you doing, Ajax and the lettering? Drinking. <laughs> Yeah, just kind of listening. Okay. Uh, Yvain? Ignore. You need some common folk perspective. I'm going to take you up on that. Got it. Yvain, Philo, what are you two doing? I'm with Philo. I'm following her lead. Moosin. <laughs> Schmoozing, mm-hmm. padding the Rolex, uh, kind of, kind of, um, walking around, gauging everybody's opinions on the matter. Um, Fi is going to take the chance to walk up to Queen Mara, you know, bow and thank her for coming to see the light, and um, 
shake hands with the princess who also agrees and see what moments of (laughs) (laughs) what moments of conversation can be pulled from there holy shit if it is with her but she does not make any particular movements she just kind of look at the princess and like give her a, a little vague kind of smile like she's generally benign doesn't she doesn't say anything she she smiles at you as well um as you two go to move on she she gently lays a hand on um on your arm Evane. i turn to look at her she goes I would like to apologize for my brother's actions. I know that what he did is not simply a... something one can offer words as compensation for, but... It has been very hard for him since our parents died. Circumstances have made it so that I do not have any sort of respect or authority in the eyes of the court. And it has been a lot of weight put on a pair of very slender 16-year-old shoulders that he's had to handle. The church guides him perhaps more heavily than it should. He's, he's only young. Yeah. He'll, le- he'll learn eventually not everything is black and white. And, uh, you know, maybe he needs to think for himself rather than let the church think for him. There is some sadness in her eyes when she smiles at you over what you said. She says, the day that he sees that the actions and the will of man is not so binary is a day that I cannot see come soon enough. Fingers crossed. If you, never need, if you ever need a friend, I'm a letter away. She smiles and she says, I appreciate that greatly, Evane. Thank you. No problem. Evane kind of gives her hand a little squeeze. Yeah. She she lets you to go about your thing. Yep, going after Philo. <laughs> you get over there, uh, Esteban. Do we uh, do we need to to bury some bodies or send a support package? Uh, no, no, I think we're good. <laughs> no, they always have a good time over there. Oh, I'm yeah. sure they do. It's just fine. I was just surprised when I heard stop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I had wondered if perhaps Esteban was on the floor in the fetal position going, please, I'm sorry! Um, Some people just can't mean. It's fine. It's like that time that Disturbed's mom came in while he was in the middle of doing oh my the God. second recording. Who? What? what? Down with the sickness, there's a breakdown part where he's talking oh, about right. his abusive yeah. mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aha jokes. <laughs> Bad times all around. Yep. All right. So yeah, just continuing to brush elbows until Wire takes the stage again. All right. I just wanted to. I, I wanted to make sure everybody had a chance to do something before that. Um, Noir steps up and 
takes the, the hourglass down and he says, Before you all make your decision, I would like you to speak. I would like someone to speak. And he gestures over to a letter and... He and walks up. Says, this man knows firsthand what the Demon King War looks like. He uh, pats you on the shoulder and says, in your time. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I stand before you about as common as it gets. I was raised a farm boy. I learned how to swing one of these pretty good on the front lines for a while, and I thought I got lucky. I got pulled into the back back line. I learned how to swing a hammer and to make these things. I was there the day the False Kings War. So many of our royals just I I, I still don't know how he pulled it off, but how we lost so many of our higher ups. I'm from Ordon. I can tell you, I was stationed in the capital that day, and it was pure, utter chaos. And while all this went on, there was not a single sign of any kind of instruction from on high. The closest thing to any direction we got was a single lieutenant. He grabbed whatever damn fools he could get his hands on, and we tried to push our way into the castle. The legend takes off his helmet, sets it on the nearest table. He takes off his cuirass, lays it down, and he pulls his shirt up, showing off a giant gash through the left side of his chest. All the little cuts, scrapes, and scars that he's picked up over the years. Ignore the ones on my arms. That's from Forge. I've been stabbed. I've been shot. And I face down a nice little swarm of undead underneath the city trying to get to the castle. He thought it was smart to cut through the sewers. Lieutenant Gorman, he had, a, he had the right idea. There's only one of that group that made it out and standing here before you. So many people died that day needlessly. Any sort of we common folk look to y'all for guidance. But it wasn't there that day. We need you. Each and every one of you. We'll serve as best we can, but you gotta be there for us too. He tries not to choke up too much more. Goes for the flask again. We needed y'all and you weren't there. But you can change that this time. Nobody else needs to die. He's offering peace. You point straight at the demon lord. 
And he seems a right, reasonable enough guy for a deep board. For all of you worried about you're not going to make as much money as you did, hey, since I was cast aside from the army life, I learned a little bit about the business side of things. If he gets to set up his own settlements, he's going to need skilled craftsmen, merchants, trade routes established. You'll have plenty of opportunities to hit taxes and tariffs on everything going in and out of his territory, as well as what your people bring back whenever they get done doing their work. I need you now. This can't keep going on forever. He goes back, starts putting on his armor again. That's about all I got to say for now. Nor uh, extends his hand to you after you put your helmet on. He shakes it. Says, I have um, a greater level of respect for you now than I did before. I can appreciate the struggle of what you've put through. Wouldn't recommend it. No, certainly not. (laughs) He turns back to the people and he goes, This is what I'm talking about. This is not just one man. This man is... Tens of thousands of people who fought and died in this. These are the people who suffer most in these decisions. This is who I need you all to think about when you make this decision tonight. Uh, One of the royals stands up as Thrifkin Lennox from Lennox Glade. He says, I'm Thrifkin Lennox of Lennox Glade. You, sir, a letteran? Yes, sir. You fought through the catacombs to try and reach the castle to save my brother and his family. I... I did make it to the castle, but I was too late, my lord. I don't think any less of you for that. If anything, I appreciate the amount of fight you put in for my brother. I love my I love my brother dearly, but he wasn't who should have been on the throne at the time as evidenced by your story and the story of others who were not properly taken care of at the war's end. When I return to Lennox Glade, if you would come see me, I would extend to you a hand of proper compensation for your efforts your time to see that you're properly recognized and others who fought with you. You are the heroes of that war, the people who fought, even when my brother and his generals failed you. You fought because it is what you believed in. You stood for Lennox Glade and for the people. I appreciate that greatly. I wish my brother had seen the value of people like you at the time. And it is for people like him and others like it that I stand where I stand on this. We make discussions and we talk about peace with the Demon Lord. 
and things like this. And let me let me ask you this another way. What compensation can we offer the villages on the coastlines burned out? What compensation will be offered to the families taken as slaves? What compensation will be offered to the women and children left buried in the wreckages of their towns? The demon lord comes here and he expects us not to offer a hand of partnership, to, to, to give land and people and resources over to him. That people like that man, he points at a letter and he goes, like, people like that man fought to protect. What compensation will you offer to him for what he endured for the people of your group who killed his friends? Who threatened his life in the depths of the catacombs that day? To families, to loved ones. You come here looking for handouts. Saying, give me this. Give, 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 give me this. And I will let you live. That is an atrocity. What of the people who live on those lands now? Do you just expect people who have farmed hard soil and their family homes to just up and leave? Oh, I guess this is the Demon Lord's territory now. Will you be compensating them? Will you be paying them for the lands, for their ancestry, for the sweat, for the blood, for the history? What compensation will you offer to those who have lived in the aftermath of your warfare? We stand here, and I apologize for the disrespect, Mr. Moderator, but you stand here and you talk about how it's nobles who need to make this consention to the Demon Lord. We need to make this consension to the Demon Lord. We need to give him what he wants. Because we haven't been fighting for 28 generations of wars to tell him he doesn't get to come in here and take things from us. He doesn't get to come in here and spill people's blood. Do you expect to just these people to just go, oh, it's, it's fine now, it's okay. I'll just forget all of my friends and family, my ancestors who fought and died because people before Rouge and Stainblade decided, hey, you know what? Let's just burn the villages down. Let's make slaves of them. You're a trollkin, Rouge and Stainblade. We know how you got here. How many others got here on the same way? And we should just concede that point. That just, just should just be okay now. Because you've decided you're tired of fighting. Because you've decided you haven't won yet. We're supposed to give you gifts and hope you walk away. I find that insulting and disrespectful to that man. To every other man who has ever fought for this or any country in the expanse. That man doesn't deserve to not worry that there might be another war. That man deserves to live comfortably. That man deserves to have never had a life where undead and monsters decided to try and gut him and his friends under a city. You, you can dress this up in any way you like, but the fact of the matter is, this man, he points at the demon, he goes, is still a goddamn monster. 
standing at the head of a long line of goddamn monsters who now, instead of pointing swords at your faces to take your things, has come here and said, give me your things and I won't hurt you. That is still a goddamn bully's action. And I will not give up my land or sit comfortably while people like him or anyone else have to give up their land to people like you. I'm sorry if that's not convenient. That is how I stand because I respect human will and integrity more than that. He looks at a letter and he goes, I'm sorry that you suffered. I'm sorry for everyone who suffered and everyone who died and everyone who lived in the aftermath of what happened. But you don't deserve to be remembered as the people who rolled over and gave the demon lord what he wanted. You should be on a goddamn horse, polished in your day dress, in a fucking parade because you fought and survived through will and skill alone defending people who couldn't or wouldn't stand up. This isn't the annal of history where we roll over. I will never give this monster and his people land that good men and women broke their souls for. Because he says if I do it, I won't hurt you. I don't like bullies. And for those of you who are a noble, no, I wasn't born into a noble family. My son isn't born into a noble family. My brother, he was born into a noble family. My mother was the mistress. I was the bastard who wouldn't be owned for the family. Because my mother was common. I grew up in common schools. I learned to be a merchant. I put myself through trades. I worked my ass off for it. And I had bullies. I'm short. I'm not the prettiest man you'll ever see. But every man who ever stepped up and said, give me what I want or I won't hurt you, I fought back. And I didn't always win. I lost a fair amount of time. But you know what? I would rather spit out my own blood and heal my own broken nose than say that I rolled over and gave it to somebody because I didn't have enough spine to stand by my convictions. You people who are standing here who want to hand over to these people, to the bullies, so they won't hurt you, should be fucking ashamed of yourselves. King Ranajag killed an assassin with his own bare goddamn hands. And that man is almost 200 years old. He's willing to stand here and stand up for his own people. I'm willing to stand here and stand up for my people. The fact that you won't stand up for yours is fucking disgusting. Regardless of how this came in, this isn't a peace talk. This is a fucking pleiade. This is a gift. It's fucking disgusting. Anyone who stands here and hands money or land over to the Demon Lord has no fucking respect for themselves or for people like a letteran. Or anybody else who fought and died in these wars. 
You're just trying to cough it up so the bad man will go away. He spits at Noir's feet. is going to just clear her throat and step forward. Yvonne is also stepping forward. Lebrun is just sort of slinking back and going for the nearest bottle, kind of shaking. (laughs) If it's acts of... that you want. We could talk reparations. I don't want pittance. Apologies. I don't want apologies. We can talk about ways that we can help to make things better. Rujan is not any of the demon lords before him. Just because he wears the same title does not mean that he shares the same responsibilities that they do. No, but he wraps himself in generals. He wraps himself in the generals. He doesn't come to us and say, let's talk of peace. He sieges towns on the outskirts of things. He burns villages down. He takes women and children as slaves. He kills good men who have never raised a weapon and have only broken soil to provide for their families. And would you rather he keep doing that? Oh, so the princess of the elven nation feels that we should roll over. You may have the benefit of eternity looking eternally beautiful and comfortable. The rest of us don't have that. The rest of us have right now. I hate to point this out to you, but if this keeps up, none of us are going to have that. We're all going to die. We're not, we're, we're immortal, not inv- invincible. We can still be killed. We let them just keep going. There's and not going to be any of us left. And to your detriment, the demon lord and his people will be the only ones left to walk the land that you so cherish and hold on to with those tight little fingers that you won't even think about the people's you're just going to keep About throwing me. your people's lives at him and hope that it eventually works. No, I'm going to stand up for what I believe in, which is apparently more than any of the lot of you has in them. Mm. I think You're the just Demon Lord keep has throwing had. People like Eledrin at him. The Demon Lord has had less responsibility for the people like his deaths than people like you do who fund the wars, who push them out. Take a step back. Look at the greater good. I don't expect either of you to have an understanding for the greater good. Wrapped in the dressings and the trappings that you find yourself in, I find conversations about selfishness to be humorous. The fact of the matter is, war is more profitable. I'm not profiting off this. I'm not standing here on my convictions because I'm making money. I'm standing here funding the armies of Lennox Glade because I don't believe that we should be giving the Demon Lord things that he's getting because he's threatening us. So you're lobbying for a militia. So you're directly funding these soldiers' deaths. You're sending a letter into an early grave by doing what you're doing. Congratulations. By your own admission. He looks at that. He turns to Noor and he goes, excuse me, Mr. Moderator, I thought this was a conversation between the rulers of the four countries and the demon lords. I can appreciate that you have a social group here. But perhaps we could stick this between the people who are making decisions for the bound of this country. Oh, we're the people that you are trying to represent. No, a lettering is the people I'm trying to fucking represent. Not a bunch of rich elves sitting quietly in their own places, waiting for the rest of people to die off so that they can just have their space. We're not going to have our space and everybody else is killed off. Because if the demon lord is allowed to just rule by conquest, 
rather than through armistice and peace. He's not going to stop with just the humans. Well, perhaps if the rest of you banded together with us and we came at this as a unified force, rather than us having to fight on our own... You've sent our people off to fight for you, though. In fact, your people are the reason why most of ours are dead. Sounds like you're making a very large assumption. Hmm. Anyway, no, not an assumption. He, he crosses sure. his arms and says, anyway, the point of the matter is, I see no point to concede on this. Regardless, I would consider the voices of argument here comfortable and privileged ones that don't understand the kind of hardships these people face. So, I'm sorry, that's my end choice, Mr. Moderator. Nor sighs and looks at uh, uh, King Ranajag and he goes, Your Majesty, as the person who gave up this place so that we could have these peace talks, surely you can appreciate what we're trying to establish here. Ranajag scratches his chin. I'm an old man, and I've fought for a very long time. And perhaps it's because I'm an old man, but I see a lot of value in what Thrifkin says. We've been fighting for a long time, and the Demon Lords have never come to us for peace until they stopped winning. Every other time before that, it was just endless murder and slaughter until adventurers and good soldiers got up and decided that they weren't going to take a stand against those forces. And I feel like it would be a disrespect to all those people who died for what they believed in to decide now that we should be paying off the forces of oppression rather than stamping them out. So I, I cannot I cannot side myself with the narrator this evening. Can we ask Rujin at least what he would be willing to do? This is a 50-50 decision. He very much as well has to agree to this piece as you do. He could choose, after you all say yes, to say no on his own. At least give him a chance to see. The, uh, Nor walks up to Rujin and he goes, Lord Stainblade. You've heard the people. Some of them have sided with you and others are still unconvinced of your dedication. You've been, for a good portion of things, very silent. Could you please share as well? Give us 
some semblance of yourself to understand your place in this. Rujin stands up. I, I, you know, illustrating the fact he's fucking eight and a half feet tall. So he's got two and a half feet on the narrator. As as uh, a letterin would know from the style of armor that the demon lord is wearing, it's not because he has lifts. He's just a big, powerful fucking man. It looks at him. He says, "I can respect Queen Mara and Her Majesty the Princess, who believe that conversation about coming together as a place." And at the same time, I can see the stance of King Ranajak and King Thrifkin, who stand behind the steel of their soldiers and the memory of those who have died in the wars. I, too, am a soldier. I was never a diplomat. I never wanted to lead. I was just an orphan boy because of what I am. And when the previous demon lord took me under his wing and gave me purpose, showed me that there was something greater than myself to ally with, I felt that I had become more than I was, that I had achieved an apex. And losing him was like losing the father I never knew. Or never had, I suppose. I'm not very good at speaking things. But I am a soldier... Words have failed me. He stands up and he goes, Kill the royals and the noble. And the demon lords get up from their chairs. People start going for weapons. Um, uh, fucking... What's his name? I've lost it. Lord Dimidome, uh <laughs> smiles with a laugh and he goes, It's about time. Uh, there's a resounding boom, 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 boom as the doors in the catacombs slam shut. I was pulling Yvain into her. Yvain suddenly finds herself in a in a warm embrace. Noir yeah, and goes straight for those two as well. Stands yeah, your group them. circles up for defense. Uh, I will move in between the nobles' party and the demon lord's party. Okay. Noor pulled fire out from yeah. between. Noor is stand up is standing up straight, like just looking the demon lord square in the face, and he goes, I've given these people my word that they will be safe here. That they would come with no armies. I gave them my word. And if you're going to come at them, I will kill you. He uh Looks down at Nora. The, the generals look at him and he goes, This one's mine. Take the others. 
the generals fan out through the room. Weapons come out. A lamentation spreads her wings and that excited glee on her face of impending warfare lights up. Um, Fun. Thalingrad draws his swords. Um, Adel Kahir puts his hand out and conjures this great cleaver of ice. Uh, Aserlia smiles and uh, and um, just puts on her face and she looks at uh, the nearest of the people over in the nobles and she just smiles and she starts crooking a finger. Like that. Yeah. Nora, Nora looks, looks at it, looks at the demon lord and he says, don't make me kill you. Lord's, Lord Stainblade. Roll for no. initiative. Ah! Wait, it's ah. 10.30. Are we doing this now? Roll for initiative. Take that as a yes. Dan? Uh, 89. 60. Uh, was that uh, Esteban who said 60? No, that was me. Okay. I, I can't see my camera right now, so. Did you? 80. Esteban. Trip zeros. Nice. H2O. 23. All right. Um, Esteban, your action is first. All right. Um, uh, I will draw my gun and speak as loudly as possible to try to cut, cut over the, the din. Um, now I've seen a lot of dumb things before, but you guys don't have all of the information. So I may as well just come out straight straight to you. There's another kingdom with a vested interest in this peace talk failing. I've recently come from the docks where there was a steamship. Uh, on this steamship, they seem to be smuggling something. Me and my party discovered uh, what is known as a hex cannon. Now, I have no doubt that this device was intended to be used on this city. This thing would kill everybody in the city. Demon lords, monsters, men, all of you. But... A team of both men and monsters were able to put a stop to it. And I have no doubt that this won't be the last of this kingdom's attempts to destroy all of you. I want you to roll Darius's charm. Excellent. There's A6 in there. So, 2, 3, 29, another 6, 35, uh, 39 total. Nice. Okay. 
Um, some of the people around you have you've caught notice of, but not um, the the demon generals don't seem to be taking uh, uh, anything on this. They're continuing their advance. Um, Philo's turn. Uh, Philo is going to hold on to Betain Horse Stop directed at the demon gen or at uh, Rujin. Okay. And um, if she's able to just call out for uh, yeah, she's just going to call out for Rujin to think before he tries to make an action. We've all been on your side here. Everybody but these two. A majority want to make this work for you, Rujin. Uh, Evane's turn. Evane is also holding action. What is your action? She's not doing nothing. Okay. She's just... She's just there. I'm assuming Philo is still hugging her and... Oh yeah, death grip around okay. her to keep her from getting like pulled away. A letter in? He's just gonna stand between Yvain and Philo and all the demon lords because... And call out, Rojan. You're not evil. You've shown that. This isn't a lost cause yet. Uh, H2O? Um, Ajax is kind of going to stand there. Or not just stand there, but he's kind of going to keep guard up and make sure no one tries to, like, charge or grab Evane or Philo or nothing like that. Okay. Um, Idal Kahir, the horned one with the great big sword of ice, is uh, approaching your group with a wicked smile on his face. He looks at a letter and he goes, I like your suit. I think I'll peel it off your corpse. And uh, he overhand swings like he's he's intending to uh, to make a letter and not the uh, a member of the split decision in this building. What would you like to do in response, sir? I'm gonna try to parry it off the targe. Okay, uh, roll your fighting. Fifty-five. Nice. 
the blade slams down and you have to push up as hard as you can against it. And uh, you feel the cold radiate through the shield and it makes your arm ache. But the sword follows the curve of the targe and it parries off and gouges into the stonework of the floor underneath. Um... Um... Asurlia smiles and advances towards uh, Castor uh, with with a smile on her face and the one hand outward like she's inviting him in. Um, Castor brandishes his cane like a sword and there's a flurry of blue energy that skirts up the length of it and you like sweeps it across the front of her and you see this bubble pop around her and just fizzle backwards as blue light recoils and she shrieks and he pulls back and he goes, eh, back off you spooky bitch! <laughs> Defense bubbles finally popped. Um, Falingrad lamentations are making their way up towards the uh, nobles in the stands from other sides. Arugin draws his glaive uh, as he stands over Noir. And he looks down at him and he says, I just want you to know that I have the utmost respect for you and what you stand for here. And he pulls the blade back and goes to uh, to strike Noir down. Uh, uh, I was holding action for this. Okay. Yep. She's going to go ahead, but hey, Noir, stop against Rujin. He can't make any actions for ten turns if she succeeds. Roll your mana. Mm-hmm. Seventy-two. Nice. Um, the spell twines itself up around Rujin's arm, and uh, you see almost with your mind's eye as it tethers and anchors him to the stone. The arm resists movement. And she's just dead eye staring at him, shaking in her fucking heels. Um, there is a, a, sh- a scuffling in the grating and roaches and rats and worms and insects just start pouring in through the grates. It is now like... <laughs> they coalesce into a figure that levitates off the ground nearby. Um... And the doors over to the side where the Demon Lord's forces come in. Um, thick white fingers push through and just rip the door off. And you see Luyorf's face down at the thing as he starts trying to shove the bulk of his mass through the opening. You're all going to die. And War takes a Nora just 
sighs. Looks up at Rujin and he goes, Breathe. Now again. Rujin goes, And Nora goes, Stop. And a quiet hush settles over the room. The generals have all paused in their steps and they're kind of like half-cocked. Your group is literally watching as the room has kind of held its breath. Mm-hmm. Noir looks at Richard and he goes, I am so sorry, Lord Stainblade. I desperately hoped you wouldn't push my hand. Does your group do anything? Uh, I will lightly release grip on vain so she can get out if need be, but not moving. I'll actually get my sword out. So it... If I were to cast Circle of Protection, would that prevent Philo's arm thing from not working? No, it, it won't. Uh, Philo's thing is already in play. Okay, I cast Circle of Protection around myself. Philo and Ajax. Darius, are you near us? Uh, not really. Not, not really? No, no. I am I'm in the thick of things currently. God damn it. Okay, I'm I in cast, front of you. Sir, yeah, oh. no, I, ca- I cast Circle of Protection around myself, Philo, Eladrin, and Ajax. Philo, mm-hmm. when your stop spell gives out, Rujin crumbles. Like an empty sack. She's just watching him with absolute, like, fear and sadness all mixed in. Noir is devastated. Your empathy, he is just like, there is so much sorrow in him right now. The rest of the demon generals, how are they looking? They're all just kind of looking at this. And then one by one, they start to wink out like candles. Was that it? I guess we just wait for the next demon lord? How's the body looking? It's... He's not moving. King Renajag approaches Noir from behind. What were you going to say, DJ? Does the Circle of Protection move with me? No, it's stationary. Oh, okay. So I'd have to actually leave it or stop casting. Is that... Can I leave the Circle of Protection there? 
yes. around yes, you can. Philo, Ajax, and Eledrin, and and leave it. Yes, you can leave it and move out of it. Okay, so I go out of it. I actually go over to the demon lord. I actually check for life. I follow behind her just in case. Um. King Renajak walks up behind Noor and he goes, You've killed the demon lord. Mr. Moderator, I can't even begin. And uh, Nora says, Kneel. He goes, What? And Nora whips on him and it's just this furious, furious expression on his face. And he goes, Kneel! And like a ripple through the room, the nobles hit the ground. Including Yvain? No. Okay. Your party is spared. And he goes, is this what you want? Do you want someone to come in here and hold your hands? Hold your hair? Tell you to bow and scrape? Because that's what you're planning on! Your pride is going to be the death of all of you! And when the jackboot comes down on your throat, it won't be mine! Fuck the lot of you. And he just turns and he starts walking and he goes, we're leaving. And Cass goes, well, what about... And he goes, we're leaving. Alright? And Noir and Castor walk out the side path from the uh, underground. I'm going to make her way around the room and check for any injured... Uh, no, they're all just kneeling. Avan, let's go of the circle of protection since she apparently doesn't need it anymore. She actually goes after Noir. Alright. And we will call it there because it is run significantly over time. Mm-hmm. And we will, we will pick this up on the last one. So um, thank you to everybody who was here tonight. Fun uh, times. We will see you all next time. Good night, Internet. Mm-hmm. Take your water, drink your meds. God help us all. <laughs> Which one?